<laughs> and then we got uh Trail Sav on here. You are you are GD, you Goku game. By blood he's something else, eh? So <laughs> No, not even that, eh? Hey, 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 no, we, 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 we not we not part of no game, we part of family. We family. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we family. <laughs> Oh, 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 I don't need, I don't need, to, I don't want pressure. Get a text, you GD now, huh? I'm like, oh, man, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, well, if shoot. I'm UGD, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man. So we, uh, DC will be joining us a little bit later. He doing things, but let's go ahead and get started. And we're pretty. I'm just going outright. Just tell you niggas now. We scrapping, reading, watching, playing. We're going to turn into. And I just thought it's off the top of my head. What's cracking? As in, what we doing new and stuff like that. So, there we go. So, with that being said, we're just going to focus on what all the new things we've been up to this past week. So, that way we don't sound monotone and wop the bam. So, shout out to that. Um, so, let's go ahead. And, oh, and also, quick plugger, if you want to find out about reading things, tune in to Black Otaku Reviews. Yep. So, if you enjoy our One Piece my hero and uh black clover or uh commentary check it out for that but you still gonna get our watching you still gonna get our playing of course in uh in this segment here but just not as much rambling not as much but let's go ahead i'm gonna go ahead and not playing out first that's the least part because it's we're still fresh into a new anime season so hey but for me ratchet and clank i has finally started playing ratchet and clank i uh re i actually bought it like two weeks ago but i haven't really started playing to this week because work fucking sucks but times are changing and i know it will so love it i'm pretty much at end game like towards the end of the game because emperor at this point you have not been paying attention to cams of black otaku plays a ratchet to clank you kind of already been spoiled or either way you've seen this ending of this game but uh i'm at the point where emperor nefarious is just out here running rampant on niggas and shit so uh, so I'm close to the end at this point, right, Cam? No, you look, you might be farther than me at this point. I have not been playing that game in a while. Oh, I, I took a break. Damn. <laughs> what part? What part has you have you been to the pirate base the Ratchet? Yeah, I just finished that one. Now I'm about to do. Uh, I met Sargassa with uh, Rivet. Yeah, you about to beat it? Yeah, yeah. So. You you farther than me then? You Damn. probably you got like one more map. That's the last map. Uh, so it's gonna tell. It's gonna you're gonna go to a point where they tell you, you know, this is the end. If you want to do these things, do it. They're gonna do make it, you do man. that uh, Xerxes shit again. Uh, at the the last level of the Xerxes shit, and if it, you know, if you want to complete the game at that point and not, you know, do some of the collectible shit to knock it out, yeah. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, pretty much. So yeah, I'm I a- I literally left off at the part after Nefarious pulled up on you on the Coliseum. That's when I, I stopped playing. Oh, that, you you literally at the end of the game then Cam. <laughs> but I, I uh, had to take a break. So hey, I understand. But I'm I'm totally enjoying it. I've been a Ratchet and Clank fan since the third one on the P- second the second one on the PS2, and I've been loving the series. It's like everybody been saying, it's so easy to pick up and play. Beautiful game to uh, look at. Literally feels like I'm part of a Pixar movie. Plays so smoothly, but I'm well into like a couple of updates. So I don't know how it was. At, I I know how it was at first for you guys, but play super smoothly. Just legit enjoying myself, G. Like running through the maps. Um, like it's it's a Ratchet and Clank game, but I enjoy it. Literally enjoying it. I have no problems of just sitting there being like, I enjoy exploring these maps. I enjoy just using various weapons and maxing them out and shit like that like once i get a weapon i want to max out asap if it's a weapon i like primarily and just chaos and explosions and shit i love it i love ratchet and clank it, it is what it is with it it's a great game if it ain't broke don't fix it just add and just make it better so shout out to insomniac for another great game uh and when i finish it I'll let you guys know my thoughts on even more, but I love the game. It's definitely my early game of the year candidate right now. So that's that. And uh Disguise 6 came out and Cam has been playing that, so I'll let him do his thug this on that. Yes, yes. Uh I don't know if I'm in in game yet. Um I'm on Act Two, which is actually kind of a first for a Disgaea series. Uh, but for those who don't know, uh if you have a Switch and you play Fire Emblem Three Houses, you play an SRPG, think of this guy of six as a goofy but more complex version of what you can do in Fire Emblem Three Houses. Uh, so this guy has been a series that first debuted on the PS2. Uh, it has six mainstream games so far, a bunch of ports and remasters and stuff like that. If you have a PC, you have Game Pass, you have Disgaea 4. So if you want to test and see what a Disgaea game is, is like, I recommend, you know, playing Disgaea 4 on the PC just so you can get a, a staple of what's to come. But I will say that Disgaea 6 is is like it's like the Final Fantasy 15 of the Disgaea series. It's really easy for newcomers to get into. And I like what they did with that. Um, usually it's 2D sprites but they use 3D and at first it's a little bit jarring, but I got used to it after kind of like the first three chapters. Um, I started to notice that the animations are kind of cool and stuff. One big problem, however, and I don't know if it's optimization or the switch being a piece of shit hardware, uh, (laughs) but there is a little bit of a performance issue if you're on handheld only. Oh, I played it on the TV with the switch dock and it, performs fine for me it has three modes it's like uh graphics performance and balance i'm playing on graphics and i haven't had that big of an issue as far as frame rate drops or anything like that i know a lot of people have been complaining about that i've seen a couple of articles but on my end it hasn't been a huge detriment to my play style so i've been enjoying that and the biggest draw to this guy is numbers Uh, they love to glorify the shit out of numbers the maximum level in OG Disguise games has been 9,999. Now in this game, the maximum level is 99,999. 
Um, and to put it into perspective, I have yet to beat the game and majority of my characters are already 9,999. Um, they made it very easy in this game, particularly to level up your party members because if you played any RPG or SRPG, you usually gain experience while you're in the battle. In this game, it works very differently where you get your experience after battle. You get an end result screen saying like, this is how much experience you've got and they distribute it amongst everybody who you've deployed in the map. Now, I love this feature because it gets rid of the annoying. If you've played an SRPG, if you played any RPG, it gets rid of the monotony of always trying to focus on one single unit. This time, it makes it a lot easier for you to focus on multiple party members at the same time. So you're not wasting a lot of time and resources saying like, okay, I got to do this for this specific unit. It makes it a lot easier to streamline that uh, leveling process. They've also inflated the numbers a bit. So at level one, your attack stat is like 10,000 and everything like that. Um, that's because the director of the game himself literally stated that he wanted, he just, he wanted the numbers to be big because people, that's the main appeal of this guy is getting to a point where your stat numbers and everything is so ridiculous throughout all the grinding. You have all of the standard this guy stuff, which is like the item world, which for those who don't know, item world is say, for instance, I have a sword, right? That sword has a, a randomized dungeon in which there are, depending on the rarity, so like if it's rare or legendary equipment, there's a bunch of, it's like a dungeon of floors and each floor you complete boosts the stat of that sword item. And Attached to that items are what call are what called innocence, which are basically stat boosting items for your equipment. So it's a lot of stuff for you to boost your equipment. Um, there's a lot of there's this thing called the super reincarnation, which is basically once you reach a certain level, any level you want to, basically, you can reincarnate, meaning that you revert your character back to level one. But the but the draw is is that your stat your stat aptitudes increase. So say, for instance, I reach level 2000, I reincarnate back to level one. By the time I get back to level 2000, my stats are going to be way higher because of that reincarnation process. It's a lot. It sounds complicated, but it's like super simplified in the game. And the game does a great job of explaining it. As far as story is concerned, this guy, it doesn't really take itself too seriously when it comes to story modes, with the exception of five. That was like super edgy for some reason. But this game kind of has a balance between not taking itself seriously and taking itself seriously, but it's not draw, it's not jarring. Um, the main character is a first of this series being a zombie. Um, and because typically we've had like the takes the place takes place, the story takes place in another world, which is basically hell, a, a nice way of saying hell, basically. So you basically have like demons and shit like that. But the main characters of past this guy games have always been like overlords and stuff like that. This is kind of like cool seeing like a no no name class like a zombie be a main character. A brief plot synopsis before I give my overall impressions of the game is basically the main character. His name is Zed. Um, he wants to defeat this god of destruction because the god of destruction killed his little sister. Uh, but he's a zombie and he's weak as hell. Uh, so he ha had got this skill, his spell cast on him called Super Reincarnation, which basically every time he dies, he gets born again, but he get but he gets more powerful as the process goes on. 
So the story starts off that he's been fighting the God of Destruction for like millions of times and dying over and over and over and over again. Um, and so the way the game does it is kind of cool. Like at the end of each chapter, you end up fighting a stronger and stronger God of Destruction, but your main character is also getting stronger and stronger as the game goes on. So it's a nice little parallel. And my overall thoughts, impressions on the game is I, I love this game. It's a very niche game. I will say, though, if you are a fan of strategy RPGs, if you've played Fire Emblem and you've loved Fire Emblem, you're going to love this guy uh, because the strategy is there. Um, the story is good for me. Uh, it has a lot of, of really cool characters. And I will say the gameplay aspect is its biggest draw. This guy knows how to do SRPGs right to the point where it's like Fire Emblem. I poured damn near 400 hours into Fire Emblem. And I can say, without a shadow of a doubt, whatever you think that Fire Emblem has, this guy is six is way more complex. It's not even a difference. It's not even a night day difference. It's gameplay and everything else is a lot more complex, a lot more interesting, and has a lot more depth than anything that I've done in Fire Emblem in my multitudes of playthroughs. So I highly recommend the game. It's sixty dollars. It does have a season pass with like previous characters from like the other this guy franchises. So if you want to get that, it's there. It also has this scummy shit. I have to talk about this. It has scummy shit where they are they have booster packs, like experience booster packs and shit like that. Um, I'll say that you don't need those booster packs at all because the game makes it insanely easy for you to mass level up all of your party members. But if you're lazy, it's there, I guess. Um, I did an experimentation. I bought one of the packs just to see how, just to compare the differences for review's sake of how it is. And it is, it does save a lot of time, but the game has like auto features for your, for the game to basically play itself for you very fast so you can get shit done quickly. So all in all, I'd give the game, cause I'm damn near done with it. So I'm not gonna like in another review when it comes out, I'm not gonna do another review. I would give the game a solid eight out of 10. That's it. All right, cool. So we'll go ahead into watching. Uh, yeah, sucks DC not here. So uh, I just give him a little time for I talk about One Piece. But um, the biggest thing, uh, Tokyo Avengers is continuing this week's episode. Of course, featured our boy Takamichi G. Dumbass Michi. <laughs> Bakamichi. It's, it's, yeah, uh, Bakamichi. There we go. go. Um, so. As last week's episode ended, it showed uh, he was hanging out with Mikey and Drock in it. Uh, no, he went back. Pretty much, uh, they showed his, the funeral. Him and uh, Shorty's brother was like, oh, Nato was like, I right, we know what's going on. He talked to uh, Drock and older Drock in prison. Drock said, I killed the nigga, but I wish I killed that nigga Kasaki, Kisaki or whatever the fuck Kisaki, his name yeah, is. That's his name. And he was like, I should have killed that nigga because... Since he joined, things go immediately left, which has been yep. a consistent in terms of like each of this uh, timelines, uh, timeline changes no matter what. So Takamichi goes back. He's with he's at a uh, <laughs> he's at a spa with them niggas and they just cracking jokes and being kids pretty much, uh, which then leads to the end of the episode. Uh, Mikey and uh, Draken invite him to the gang meeting for a new for a new member. So uh, this episode reveals that um, Kisaki is now the leader commander of the third 
third seat, whatever. Yeah, the, the third, the third uh, captain. Uh, yeah, the third, third the third division captain. There we go. The third, third division, division, division captain. captain. There you go. Yeah, he's the third division captain. Um, Takamichi <laughs> looks at him. He'd be like, "Well, oh, this is the guy." That he saw earlier in like what back in episode four or five. That's why, and that's it's like, why are you so? Why are you sipping on amber juice, bro? Because it's like I don't <laughs> understand how he could be so. It's like he had that big ass speech about in the previous episode when he was at the funeral about like I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna become the head of Tome and I'm gonna do all this other stuff. And then this episode comes out and I'm just like. No, nigga. <laughs> Like, so he looks at him and then it's funny because like my theory is that Kisaki also kind of time has time traveler vibes as my early theory. I think I think it's a situation. I agree with that theory. Well, I I kind of see what you're coming from. I think he's aware like um, um, Naoto. I mm-hmm. think that he's aware, like not necessarily that he can go back in time like Takamichi, but I think he's aware of what happens. And he has some sort of thing where he can kind of like, no matter what you do, my past self and my future self are aware of everything that's going on and we go fuck you up type of yeah. situation. Because even when I'm reading, like I'm reading the manga as well. I'm pretty far in the manga, but um, not no spoiling type shit, but it's like, it's it seems like he's aware pretty much. But, um, but yeah, so... Kisaki looks at the nigga and smiles at him, like a very evil ass smile. Then he goes up there, takes uh, except uh, no, he he turns he turns his he back turns to his Mikey. back and sits down on my behind Mikey. And they like nigga, what you doing? Yo, the whole gang was like, yo, yo, man, that's Mikey. Just fuck you on, man. Like niggas is outright pissed. So everybody walked the band. Uh, Mikey Draken pretty much settled everybody down. Draken says, look, man. If you, Pull up. <laughs> he did pull up if he got a problem with it. Nobody pulled up yet. So situations. Uh Takamichi's in his head. He looks at Kisaki and was like, yo, that nigga killed uh Shorty. That's it. Fuck it. Charges at him. He threw a punch. And it just oh, shows ass. he throws a punch. <laughs> Niggas wanted oh, him to throw a punch for the longest. So he threw the punch. So proceeding, niggas is like, yo, what the hell you doing? What the hell? Draken like nigga, you not even in the game. <laughs> you can't hang. You ain't, you ain't game. <laughs> you ain't game, nigga. <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> you not even in the game, nigga. So at this point, they about to stomp this nigga out. <laughs> and uh they mug going back and forth. Uh, ba- Baji pops up. Him and Mike have an interaction. He says, "Look, man." No, he beats conf- the shit out of Takamichi first. Yeah, he. And then oh, he, talks he did, to Mike. Yeah, then he <laughs> beats the hell out of him. Then he uh, looks at Mike and says, "Hey, I know I'm not even supposed to be here. We'll have to ban internal conflict." He says, "Fuck y'all, I'm going to join Valhalla, and all of that." So then Kisaki like, "Your face or your gut." <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. That was kind of cold. I'm not gonna lie. This was kind of cold. <laughs> and then he punches that, punches him, knocks him out cold. Talk, no, Takabishi says gut, and then he punches him in the face. And he says, "I bet you squeezed your guts, didn't you?" <laughs> I respect, dude. So, 
So, yeah. So, he gets knocked the fuck out. Wakes up. Mikey's right there. Mikey tells him, hey, this is this is what I want you to do. Because I know for, you, you have something against Kisaki, clearly. But if you do this, I would oblige and remove him from the game. So Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Takamichi says the deal first. Because he's like... Um, he says, I want you to talk to Baji. And then Takamichi goes like, okay, if I, I want to make a deal with you, Mikey, if I can convince Baji to rejoin Toman gang, yeah. you have to kick um, Kisaki, Kisaki out. Yeah. And then Mikey goes like, all right, now we coming up in this conflict with Valhalla, which is a rival, a huge rival gang. And he's like, we need him for this. If you can prove how useful you are by getting Baji to join us back, then I'll consider it. But if you don't, and he has the scary look, he goes, I'm going to kill you. I'll kill you. <laughs> I, I will kill you, my nigga. So fast forward. Oh, no, not really much of a fast forward. Mitsuya, who's the first division captain, I believe. No, no, second. he's not. Baji was the first. He's oh, like, Baji was first. So I think he's second. Yeah. So Mitsuya was uh, peeping. And he says, hey, Mike was like, hey, check it out. Just, uh, just so you know. Takamichi isn't uh, now in your uh, in your division. Have fun. So, <laughs> not technically he's in he's gang now. So after all yeah. of this, he's gang. So, I mean, he might as well all the shit he been through. He he been through a lot. Here on in the game, <laughs> like he's 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 gotten beat up, stabbed, saved Draken's life, made sure Draken and uh, Mikey uh, beef was whatever. He's the comic relief. Literally, and he literally got initiated during the meeting. <laughs> so hey, so he's he's part of the gang now, and then from there, I think the episode nothing really major happened. They just, no, no, no. They it's he uh, uh, Takemichi finds a picture of the oh yeah that picture of Tomon. There we go. And he's saying that like oh Mikey told me that there's only five starting members, but there's six people in this picture. And he yeah. notices that there's this and guy. I forgot that guy's name. In the I mind. forgot his name too, but he has a, a tattoo on his neck. Uh, yeah, on his and neck. And the episodes ends with Baji meeting some dude in the alleyway. That's dude. And he has the he has yeah, the tattoo yeah, on dude. his neck. So yeah. So those are gonna. I'm pretty sure those are gonna be two major figures. Yeah, that's of this. those are the two next yeah. major. Like it's pretty much based around. Those Baji, the other dude, Takamichi, and he meets. That's another important character that gets involved as well. Who Takamichi meets through, and who's in Mitsuya's division. Mm. So who probably and this is called the episode. Bloody Halloween arc, I believe. Yes, <laughs> gets really bloody, but um. So yeah, this is gonna be a really good arc. Takamichi's probably gonna get his ass with the next episode, I believe. What happens supposed to happen, or let or is another setup episode? But good episode. Uh, really, I really enjoyed the episode. Takamichi is gonna be Takamichi at this point. It is what it is. Uh, let's go ahead and move on to uh, let's talk about Duke and his friend. I mean, Duke and his, and his man. Oh. <laughs> like, <hold> oh, man. <laughs> That's that's all she can be. <laughs> that's all she can be, dog. So Duke and His Maid is one of the new seasonal anime for uh it's a comedy romance. First two episodes is already up, it's on Funimation. I enjoy it. So pretty much it's about a Duke who um 
top, cursed by a witch. Top three most tragic rom com protagonists. <laughs> I feel bad for mine. I feel bad for mine. <laughs> so he's he's cursed his uh and by some witch. Uh, his mom said, "Hey, if I can't touch you, I can't give you affection. Get the fuck out." So <laughs> she sends him to like their villa or whatever away. He has a butler and a maid, um, and all of that. So pretty much, he just spends his days just playing the piano, shit like that. And as his maid, who is in love with him, teases him in every way imaginable, as in flirtatious teasing. So like, imagine. The, a chick with big ass titties in your face and you can't touch. Yes, because his or she would die. <laughs> his his curse is that any he any living thing that he touches dies instantly. Um, yeah. so even through even for some reason, even through because I was like we could just use his gloves or something like that, but it's gloves even through his gloves. So like they they literally can't touch anything in around his spectrum oil. He'll die, and it's like the funny thing is why. It's like he's not a simp. He ain't a. It's like literally, I have nothing but sympathy for him. He can't do anything. He has this chick who's literally in the second at the end of the second episode says that I adore you, I love you, I only have eyes for you. He feels the same way. He wants to freaking marry uh, Alice is her name. He wants to marry her, but he can't can't do shit. Do anything. He can't do nothing. <laughs> he can't do shit. And I, I literally feel bad for him. Uh, his mom don't comes to visit him. She's trying mom to give the, uh, I think the title to uh, make his little brother the head of the family and shit. So yeah. it's like, if he don't get the curse removed, he might be disowned. So it's like, it sucks for months. His homie literally came to visit him just to tell him his tell him the bad news. I'm like, God yeah. damn. So <laughs> I really feel bad for this guy. Like I legit feel bad for this dude, but. Like he he makes it work. Like second episode, he literally found a creative way to dance with Shorty without touching yeah. her. And I was and I like how they kind of like played the like. Oh, they can't touch what they want to touch. Yeah, it's you can like, tell that she 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 wanted so like the the second that curse is removed, bro. I'm telling yo, you, yo, she, <laughs> yo, she she elbow dropping that nigga G. <laughs> so, <laughs> it, so yeah, but really good. It's a comedy type romance, um, really wholesome, lighthearted, but you know, a little teasing here and there. But by Japan's law, they of age. <laughs> America, I don't, sex. I don't necessarily mind it because they've they've grown they've grown up together for their whole lives mm-hmm. and all other stuff. And and it's the, also the fact that he literally can't touch her. So yeah. I'm okay with what they're going for in this sense, in this sphere. Yeah. But any other time it'd be like nah but like because he's what he's 19 right he's 18 she's 17 oh, he's 18 so. yeah so it's like it's not it's in that in the sense in that bubble in that show's bubble it's okay it's okay yeah but really freaking good highly recommend it if you like uh if you like fuck with the romance genre uh next girlfriend girlfriend let's just stay on that topic this is another comedy romance <laughs> okay let me say one thing before we talk about this show now for all my for all my niggas who watch uh gigook um 
if you've ever heard Gigu talk about like domestic girlfriend or like uh what was that one show Aramanga sensei and stuff like that and you know how he equates it to like 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 watching a garbage like watching trash burn or something like it's like it's trashy anime but you want to see it now i'll start with this my opinion of the show now do i think that this show is good no i think this show is utter garbage like i i i watching it with dc we were cracking jokes like left and right as the show was going on because it was just funny but i watched episode two by myself and i did not crack a single smile i stared at that shit straight face i wasn't laughing or nothing but i was still enthralled by it it's like i don't know how to explain it and i was talking to myself i was as i was watching this show and i'll be quick about this i was like wow this show is really bad like this show really has no redeeming qualities to it besides the premise premise being nigga has this chick who he just became boyfriend girlfriend couple he's been asking her out because they're all child they're both childhood friends yeah he finds she finally says yes in high school blue hair chick comes out and and there's i've started to notice now that i really hate short blue hair chicks in anime <laughs> Um, and you can blame Darling and the Franks for that. I just don't like them like that. Oh, um, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so she comes up and she's like, for some reason, I like you and I want to be your girlfriend. And he's like, well, no, I, I like, but I like, I have a girlfriend and I, I really, you know, I vibe with her. But then she's like, oh, I did all this stuff. Like I, 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 I stopped going to school. I, I read up on these fashion magazines. I learned how to cook and all this stuff because I wanted to be a proper girlfriend for you. And she's like, um, no matter how, if you if you reject me, I'm gonna still come and ask you. And that hits him because he did the same thing with the red hair chick. So he's like, well, I'm gonna be your girlfriend or I'm gonna be your, I'm gonna be your boyfriend. Well, I'm gonna ask my girlfriend if we can all date each other. So he goes up to his girlfriend and they're at the park and he's literally like, all right, listen, you like this chick, right? I like this chick, right? Let's let me date both of you. And he goes on this huge BS speech about like like wanted to date both of them and blah 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 blah. And he's like, I just want y'all to say at the end of the day that you're glad that you dated me. And his red his girlfriend agrees. And then in that same episode, he lives by himself. So he invites both of them to live with him. So now they all live together. And the red haired chick is like, oh, did I do the right thing? Blah, 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 blah. And then she's like, well, how, 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 how much do you plan to get close to her? And he's like, I want to be intimate. Like, I, he's like, I, to be honest, I'm going to have a threesome with all of y'all. And I was like, at this point, I'm, I don't hate the main character because it's like, damn, bro, like, I'm, how far can I go with this? <laughs> I'm like, it's like, fuck it. You might as well go all the way. I mean, if they agreeing, do it. I mean, real life. I mean, poly was it polyamorous poly, relationships yeah. are yeah. a thing, and a lot of people are embracing them in, in this day and age. So, I mean, if if both parties agree, if all three parties agree, go for it. But like when I watched the second episode all the way through, I was just like, damn, like this show is really bad. Like I I I, I think this show is really really bad. But there's just something about the premise that I want to see how far it goes because according to the opening and the ending, 
there's more chicks that are going to be added to the harem. So I want to see how far this show goes. It's like watching a dumpster fire burn. (laughs) It's like you want to you want to run away from it. But there's a beauty in seeing the shit go up in flames. And that's what I want to see with this show. So that's my thoughts on it. Cam pretty much explained the premise of the show. So I'm enjoying it because I wouldn't say it's bad. It's unique. I don't even call it unique. It's just I consider everything funny. It's and stupid. Probably, it's stupid <laughs> as hell too. It's extremely stupid because it's stupid. the realistic shit about this is it's no. a, the poly the polyamorous part yeah, of it's it like, is realistic. But it's like, the high school them being in Japan, that's sh- no, no, that shit ain't fine. No, because <laughs> the thing that really got me was he messaged both their mothers. Yeah, like, oh yeah, I forgot he about that. Told both them mothers to live with him, <laughs> and it, and they both agreed. Both parents went with it. Now maybe his girl, the the first girlfriend, Saki. I guess the mom probably like child of friends. Yeah, go ahead, get rid of her, get out of my house. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna let y'all know that's not a thing in Japan. That's I, pure I, anime. I, yeah, <laughs> pure anime. The other girl, the blue haired chick, Nagasa. He just he met just her, that met her day. today. <laughs> <laughs> so the mom don't even like yo. What the fuck? It's just, it's a lot of stupidity in it, and that's where the comedy. That's how what I find funny. Yeah, it's also like just, that. How far can you go? Yeah, it's just how far will this go? Because we still got two more characters that need to be introduced. And just the dynamic between all three right now is very much. It's a lot. <laughs> and it's it's stupid, but funny as hell stupid. And I just really just... It, I'm going to watch the whole thing because I just want to see how far this goes. I want to see where things eventually go left. Because eventually it will. But I'm enjoying it for what it is because it makes absolutely no sense. It's not realistic at all. And they're in high school, of course. Even they were adults, it'd be a lot funnier because I don't even know how in Japan they handle polynormous relationships. So, mm. but yeah. Overall, <laughs> it, it's, it's another comedy romance. And the second episode was just hilarious because they were just trying to the, the insecurities between the two girls is just hilarious at this point. But, yeah. Um, next, um, Detective is Dead. Uh, you Did you watch that yet, Cam? Or? I didn't watch Detective is Dead or Realist Heroes, but that's all on y'all. Alright, so Detective is Dead pretty much is about, the first episode was about a, uh, was a 45 minute episode. Uh, that and re, Redo Life, redo life, life yeah. have like extended first episodes, but it's about a detective who meets her sidekick. Sidekick ha- just lures trouble. So she just happens to meet him and just they go on adventures and shit. So first episode, the girl who has weird tainted blood or something like that, she uh beats a dude who's like part Andrew who's hijacked the plane. So this is it plays a lot of detective games and I was just like, okay chestnut checkers ass shit nice little action scene where the dude that who does the android he has a little tentacle that comes out of his neck something like that uh tries to kill him we'll have to bam on a plane the plane is still in the air by the way 
and all of this is happening. Bullets is being shot. Yeah, so they solve the mystery. Dude goes to jail, whatever. They uh, and they end up just proceeding to just go on other adventures. Episode ends with Shorty somehow dying. They never say how she died, and he meets another. He's so dude's back in school. The sidekick is back in school, just living an everyday life. He meets a new girl. So episode two comes out yesterday or early this morning or whatever. And he, the girl asks, hey, are you the legendary detective? He's like, no, I'm just a regular nigga. She like, I know you. And she talks about she had a heart transplant and the heart is beating for a specific person. She wants to know who this person is beating for. So the dude is like, okay, I'll help you out, whatever. So he meets his detective. He meets a, he stops a crime. He happens to stop a crime instantly, like a purse snatcher or whatever. Japan, 99% uh, conviction rate, he's going to jail. Have fun, nigga. Um, so he meets a detective that he's cool with. He explains the situation. She was like, oh, okay, I can help you with that. The dude that they met, that dude, uh, the sidekick and hit the detective beat on the first episode. They he's in jail. They talk, and he says, "Yeah, with my little tentacle thing, I could hear everything from like certain kilometers away." I'm like, "Okay." So he tries to attack the uh, girl he's with, and he can't because the detective put her blood in his blood that prevents him from attacking her. So he's like. That explains whose heart it is, and then they have a little dramatic shit, and I'm just like, huh, okay. <laughs> that sounds. I'll get into that, but that happens in that happens in Black Widow, but I'll explain that later. Just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they have a little dramatic dialogue conversation. Then he's like, okay, well, I'm glad that. We linked for some reason because I missed you off the bed. Like, I missed being around her and adventures and shit. I'm like, okay. So, are we going to solve detective crimes and shit? Because, like, I'm a sucker for detective shit. Maybe it's because I'm older. I'm a sucker for detective cop dramas. And animes, too. Because if not, Shory don't look like she's qualified. Because the first episode literally... This chick was literally doing backflips and attacking niggas and shooting niggas with magical guns and items and shit. I need this. If she's not, I'm going to be utterly pissed. So, three episode rule is in effect now. But it's decent though. Really decent. First episode set the bar really high. Second episode got me like wondering what the fuck. But I need to know how Shorty died because it makes no fucking sense. So, that's Detective is Dead. Uh, Reborn. Or the realest... <laughs> A realist hero rebuilt the kingdom. Pretty much Isekai is shit. Be quick with this. Dude pretty much was summoned to be a hero in some other kingdom. Dude is just very realistic and logical about everything. The king he was so he was so logically sound. The king of that kingdom said Fuck this. You the king. You take over. I'm about to lay my head on my wife's lap for the rest of my days. Oh, here's my daughter. She can help you. <laughs> and that's literally the premise of the show. 
this is also on three episode rules right now because <laughs> second episode was okay because he found out he has magical powers but pretty much all he learned was that he can put his spirit in inanimate objects and you you mean he can do things he's special in an isekai oh shit <laughs> so yeah so pretty much now he's trying to he's re, he's trying to rebuild the kingdom and all of that in terms of making sure they don't end up in a big war get took over fix the economy pretty much do what obama was doing before uh, after george bush was in office try to fix shit Murdering niggas and what and what and what? That too, yeah, he's yeah. gonna have to murder some niggas eventually. So, <laughs> so yeah. And, and what Joe Biden is doing now? We're trying murdering to murdering niggas, <laughs> trying to fix Trump's economy. <laughs> and murdering. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. Democrats love to murder niggas on the lowest of keys while fixing right. shit. So that's that. Well, they do it overtly or covertly. Republicans exactly. just do it overtly. Exactly. Like we we gonna outright say we killed these niggas. Obama, we droning niggas, G. Silent but deadly. But yeah, so that's that with that anime and uh remake uh remake redo life. Um Cam, you could uh start with that one. Yeah, so first episode was about I think fifty minutes. I I, I me and DC watched this, I was like, what the hell? Like cause I think the last anime to do that was um Shield Hero. Shield Hero had a long uh first episode. Uh, and um, I think this the premise of so this is what I'm gonna be dubbing um, obscure 12 episode anime uh, not for a bad reason but you can tell that this anime is gonna be very hoity-toity very oh this is what life is and oh my god live out your dreams and blah 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 um, but the premise is that it's this 28 year old uh, failure uh he sucks at life and he goes to sleep one day he wakes up and he is 10 years into the his past uh he made a decision to not go to school and as he didn't go to art school he didn't go to art school because art school is as magical school is magical period yeah that's where you go to be successful so japan is telling you guys if you don't go to if you don't go to school you won't be you won't be successful that's the message of the show that's some bullshit do not listen to this anime um so what happens is that he he did not want to go to art school his life got fucked up 10 years goes back 10 years in time and now he makes the decision to go to the art school because i think he had like a a full ride or something like that yeah where he got accepted into like one of the best art schools where supposedly I forgot what he called what they called them the the trio the something the, the fancy platinum trio or generation the platinum, platinum generation. generation there you go um and this nigga's a dumbass because you can obviously tell that the three people that are living in his dorm are the platinum trio uh but he doesn't know that and so the show is basically focusing on him trying to find his find his life or find what out what he wants to do in art school so that he can be successful and redo his life um so the second i think the second episode is pretty decent um as far as like they have this assignment where or conveniently four man group. So him and his uh friends his are grouped up to do a project. It's three minutes and they have to do a presentation on a concept of time. Uh, and so the main character does like, oh, I'm gonna do it. I'm going to do it on like 
a train station because he has talks with several people in his dorm and they're like, oh, I remember being at a train station and blah, 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 blah happened. So now they, they're, that's their project. Uh, one, one key thing that happened is that one, the, the dude of the dorm, so there's four people in this dorm, two girls, two dudes. The dude says he's like a brilliant script writer. And he calls him out, he takes him outside and he's like, hey, nigga, did you, how did you, how did you figure out that concept? Because I had this concept written down. And he's like, well, I didn't steal it. And he's like, yeah, I know you didn't steal it because I locked it up and it hasn't been opened, but that shit is really creepy. Like what's going on? Uh, but that, that gets called out. I wonder if they're going to go more into that as far as like him using his future to, because I mean, like this nigga is so dumb, bro. I would have memorized lottery numbers, niggas who won the Super Bowl, who won the Japan I'm baseball cup. Bets, nigga, shit. I'm going in. I'm going into stocks. Like, come on, G. Like, you can't be, you can't just, you can't just be like, oh, I'm just gonna go to school. nigga. Fuck that. But whatever, he's a loser. Uh, but anyway, yeah, show's pretty decent so far. Um, like I said before, it's definitely feels like one of them hoity-toity ass anime that people are going to be talking about oh my god the story was so amazing and oh my god the slice of life was so grilly it's like bro don't take it don't take it too deep um especially the first episode did you did you feel like that fucking scene of him carrying the shorty through the fucking uh cherry blossom trees niggas go talk about how brilliant the animation and the talking and shit like that and i'm just like bro who gives a shit yeah like <laughs> Like this is it's very slice of life for shit, but it's gonna be very dialogue heavy slice of life. I could tell, not really comedy, you know, like very realistic dialogue and impactful dialogue. People's yeah. gonna overdo it with this, yeah. but I can see the vision already. Like like fruits baskets. Yeah, and I don't even watch fruit baskets. <laughs> I I never I never watched it ever. So, but yeah, I could tell people's really gonna. This is gonna get a lot of praise. It is already getting a lot of praise. People are already rocking with it heavy. Um because most of them niggas failed art school. Pretty much. And that I passed art pretty school. Pretty much probably the reason. <laughs> and I and I passed art school. So. I was, I was, when you was talking, Ken, I know I know niggas looking at that shit like that's me. That's me. <laughs> that was me. I, I want to redo my life. Nah, nigga. Nigga, that in, was nigga me. Yo, in his in his basement live, living in your parents' house, yeah. bro. You can't redo your life. That's me. <laughs> Literally, I'm, I'm like, you, what really like interested that, me is the fact that, like, oh, okay, I went to Columbia. That's art school. Some shit situations are literally like this, where literally you four-man groups, group projects and shit like that, creative clashes and shit, which we, we've seen in the second episode. Did so, you have – I'm going to be quick with this. Did you have one of those teachers in your school that was like – Oh, you chose you chose a stupid career path or something like that. Yeah, I was just when she had that when she had that dialogue. I was like, who the fuck says that? Aren't Literally, you in fucking college? I had one need? person think... say that, and I was like, gee, this is Columbia. It's whether you make it independently or you make it to a major company. It's everybody not even somehow succeeds. It's, <laughs> it's the business part of it, nigga. Exactly. You need butts and seats. <laughs> who cares? Who cares? Your co your college does not care. Well, it cares as far as like, oh, you know. this nigga was famous and he went to our school. But they also care about that nigga who's rich, who's obviously going to fail the class, but he's still going to pay full tuition because exactly. college is a business and business needs butts and seats. Why are you I telling have... me? Why are you telling me that shit? 
I have gotten told that in high school. I have gotten told that in college as well. Yeah, I did too. And I'm just like, why would you, like, are you trying to sound cool because you sound dumb? I got exactly. told that because I told her, like, bro, we're not going to need this fucking math. And she was like, well, you picked the wrong career path. Uh, I have yet to use this fucking math. I didn't say it in the, I didn't say it in the condescending way or anything. I was like, you know, we 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 in these classrooms for a reason. It's not because she really didn't realize we was in the classroom for a reason. She think we was gonna go another year there, and I'm like, no, that's no. not what's about to happen. Um, you you really gonna be disappointed when I tell you that like I'm not gonna be here till next year. And she uh she like, well, you know, you gonna need to see a future reality for you going. I'm like, I have yet to see an invoice, even in my, my, my other studies. I you know, and then it's easy. I know how to do this shit. Um she she well, you gonna need, you know, we start talking about like trucking and shipping labels and stuff like that and how to deal with freight prices and stuff like that. I don't have anything, Google is my best friend, you know, can we learn more about, you know, banking and shit like that? And she was like, well, you, you don't want to know this. You picked the wrong career path. I'm like, cool. And then in high school, I was selling. So candy, not drugs. And he told me, you picked the wrong career path. <laughs> you know. I, I thank that nigga for that. He made me realize school is a scam. <laughs> but yeah, so. Yeah, so that's Remake, remake Redo yeah. Life, where the hell it's called. It's all right. It's it's decent, like it's really decent. But I already see the the fake right deep think pieces. No it's 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 happening already. It's decent. So and oh, well since decent is not gonna judge, I'm just gonna go ahead and talk about one piece. Really fucking great animated episode. Uh this is leading up to them pulling up on Onigisha, uh the uh pull up on Kaido, which as us as manga readers Who's what's the name of the director? They said that this is the director who did the final episode of Super as well. Uh, I don't remember that person's name. At it's a all. it's a female director, and they said that like this is probably like a lot of people are saying it's the best animated episode of One Piece. I have yet to see it. I'm probably gonna check I it out. I saw the clip Chris put in the chat. He was really good. He was really good at him. Really shout good. out to Shorty though, because like she's doing her thing. Because I think she also helped with a couple other episodes of One Piece, but for this. It was something about this episode specifically. Oh yeah, literally. Uh, One Piece nab, legendary director. Just show. It's two paragraphs and you don't show the fucking name. What the hell is wrong with y'all? Oh, Ishitini. Ishitani is a relatively new to Yeah, that's yeah, Ishitani. Yeah. So yeah, so shout out to her, but really greatly animated. Uh, stuff that wasn't really in the manga, like them actually. Uh, the concert was fire. That concert looked cool. <laughs> that concert yeah, was fire. I did hear about. I did hear about the Queen shit. That shit looked yo, fire. <laughs> yo, Queen was out here spitting bars. I poo on production G. <laughs> I'm I like, poo, damn, boy. I poo. I poo putting in money for this show, bro. Only boy, poo the goat G, goat MCG. Hey, they got talk anime, anime. Oh MCG. man, I can't wait to. I need to see how Toy about to downplay when that Top nigga pulls three. up on Zoro G. They're going to downplay that shit. I already know. I'm sp- DC, I'm speaking for you. I know they're gonna downplay that shit. I know it. But if they do if they have the heart to let Apu dominate them niggas like he should. Wapu, boy, let Wapu go crazy. Let Wapu show off, G. He took down y'all goat, G. <laughs> he took down y'all oh, goat nah. and it's coming. It's a collision course, my nigga. So yeah, but every scene looked really hey. dope when uh Luffy pulled up on them fodder niggas. Really great animation. Even the animation when uh 
they were about to uh drink joint uh, for the Jinbe joining. They were like, "Nah, we're gonna wait till after we beat Kaido." Ha ha, and <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, "All right, we'll wait." And just like the animation in that was just really fucking dope. So. Like it was a really greatly animated episode. Uh, when I was talking to DC about it, he he put it in his top ten favorite episodes in one yeah. piece. So I'm like, that's cool. Yeah, that's, it's it's, it's, been... it's I'm not even saying this because like one piece one piece niggas like to overblow stuff, but the shorty who the the shorty who like directs, especially like if you look at the finale of Dragon Ball Super, I mean, come on now. Uh, like I I trust I trust her work and so I, I trust yeah. people's words that they say this is one of the best episodes, animated episodes of one piece yeah it's, it was well animated because like, the way animation can make you feel about a show that's how you can tell you you gotta get animated like it's not just what's going on the plot wise niggas read the manga most right. one piece fans read the manga before they touch the the anime right you know mm-hmm. they just watch the anime for key moments if you can take a, a you could make make a recycled moment and make it feel better than the original moment, you got something. You got a jewel. That's not that's not a lot of shit people can do. A lot of things, you know, cost off my, my hero. I know cost off my hero can make things seem a little bit shallow and shit like that. So in order for you to you know to create something special out of something that everybody know the end to, nigga, this is a concert and the show. In the middle of a fucking art of niggas getting body. Manga did not do <laughs> shit with that concert. <laughs> so it made it made it made Queen feel fucking special, dog. I'm looking at that. I'm like, this nigga Queen, he shaped like a fucking fat bitch, but you know he got it. He got it. So like, I'm I'm like, you know, it's decent, though. I'm like, I appreciate that episode. Probably won't watch the next one, but I appreciate that episode. That's, yeah, that's like, everyone. This was a, this was one of those. My random tune ins to One Piece, and I was like, let me just see what's going on. I'm like, oh, I remember this. Let me see what they're going to do with this. I was heavily impressed. Heavily impressed. So, shout out to the director, shout out to One Piece, doing y'all thing. Y'all, well, I think Yamato, you might catch me not next week, but the week after when Yamato pops up. Oh, yeah, her reveal. Yep. So, yeah, so, yeah, this is, yeah, this is a good time to actually be kind of weekly if you want to just. It's, if you a manga reader and you just hype about a lot of moments, this they is catching the ideal up time. fast as fuck. They are. I really. Ho- I hope there's not a filler coming up. Did, but like, don't, didn't they? Start, didn't they just do like seasons or some shit like that? Didn't they do that last time? Like at the whole K, they just made it like you know they stopped and then no. continued or some shit like that. Oh, no, they fuck. they went straight into one you know after. Oh K. yeah, like hey. One Piece rarely do right. like like filler arcs like Naruto. Like they very rarely like go through a filler. They may give you one or two, but other than that, what they'll like, what they'll do instead of filler is they'll draw the fuck out of the episode. So mm-hmm. you're probably gonna have some episodes in which they literally draw out moments that don't need to be drawn out, but it's for the sake of they don't want exactly. to catch up. Like too the fast. Odin shit, like the Odin flashback was literally twelve episodes. I was like, damn, damn. exactly. Like as in God damn, I didn't know that shit. So like almost every chapter was probably like episode, episode and a half, damn near. Like literally, they 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 stretch that shit. They're gonna stretch it, so So, we ain't got nothing to worry about. They'll be gone. Exactly, (laughs) it's a lot of stuff they can just toy around with. But um, but yeah, so that's it. Let's uh, can you go ahead and talk about Black Widow? 
Yes, so Black Widow recently came out. This well, I mean, pretty sure y'all all everybody knows if you into Marvel. Came out this Friday. It's on Disney Plus and it's in theaters. Disney Plus is thirty dollars, I think. Um, and then theaters depending on prices. If yeah, yeah, I would say it's. I'd say it's a finesse, kinda, kinda, because going back on it and now it's like. Damn, I ain't. I don't mind paying them thirty dollars because fucking downtown movie theaters, boy. You get in uh, there. <laughs> you paying that dollar, G. It's like it's like I'm I'm getting super finessed. Disney Disney Plus is finessing me. The theaters is super finessing me. And the theater downtown, the one that we go to, fucking sucks. I gotta find a new spot. Uh, Which one you anyway, go to? You go up north. Go up north. River East. River it's some East. good. It's River some East. good joints up north. Just go to too. Icon. I, I forgot which one it is. Like I'm gonna nah, talk I, about it too. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. North. I'm gonna go back to. I'm gonna just take the train and go back to my old spot. Uh, Lombard? Lombard, yes. Yeah, that that's area. a good one. That was a, that's a really that's, good that's, one. That's that's my spot. Um, but yeah. So the movie. Um, I'll say this. Upon seeing the movie, and I mean, we all said this, but upon seeing it now in its fluidity, fluidity, whatever that word is. This movie should have came out before <laughs> fucking Endgame, dog. Like they did this movie a huge, huge disservice releasing it because there are so many scenes in this movie in which Black Widow is in life-threatening situations, but we know she survives. It's like, it's like, oh no! It's a lot of the, it's a lot of the, oh no! Is she gonna make it? I don't know. Is she gonna make it? And it's like, we, we know. We know. We know. <laughs> like we know she makes it. Um, so I'll give just a I'll try to be quick with this, but just to give a super brief overall summary of the whole movie. Starts off childhood. Um I I don't know. It's something about the it's something about the dyed hair color on chicks that just I'm just like what especially like the, the, the girl that they had playing her. I'm like it just it just didn't look right. But it was this little chick, um it's Little Natasha and her little sister, mom and dad, they're in Iowa. You find out that they are Russian operatives. Um, Natasha has already been a, a part of the Red Room program to become a Black Widow. Uh, and But her little sister doesn't know anything yet. And the dad is the Red Guardian. And he's trying to you know go back to his glory days. And the mom is like the scientist or whatever. Uh, so they escape uh, into Cuba. We cut to 21 years in the future um, where uh, the uh, Black Widow is being pursued by people from because she broke the Sokovia Accord because this takes place a little shortly after Civil War. Uh, so she goes back to Europe uh, where we find out that her sister has been the Red Room program is still a thing. Uh, Black Widow thought that she killed Drake off, but she didn't. We also find out that she used his daughter as collateral. So basically she sent, it's some fucked up shit. She sent uh, her daughter to go up to where Drakeoff was because that's where he's at his most vulnerable. And then she blew up the place where her daughter and uh, Drakeoff were. So she killed, she thought she killed, we'll get into that later. Uh, she thought she killed the daughter and she thought she killed Drakeoff. Didn't do that. Little Her little sister or her Black Widow's fake little sister became a Black Widow operative, but she's under this chemical substance mind control thingy. Um, and she's on a mission 
to basically kill somebody that has like these vials that is that is important. The vials contain an antidote to counteract the chemical substance. So Black Widow's little sister get I don't know her name, so I'm, I apologize if y'all get offended by that. I just don't care about names like that. Um, so she gets sprayed with the drug and she has free will now. So she sends the vials to Black Widow unknowingly. And so Black Widow is basically trying to run away. She doesn't want to be involved with any superhero shit anymore after the Civil War stuff. Uh, Taskmaster pulls up on her because uh, Dracoff wants those vials because they're very dangerous to his Black Widow business. Uh, I And I'll stop right there. I fucking hate what they did to Taskmaster's characters. Uh, so spoiler alert, those who haven't seen the movie, obviously I'm still into spoiler territories. Taskmaster in this universe is Dracoff's thought-to-be-dead daughter. Um, they essentially... Oh, uh, she a female? Yeah, no, no, no. Yes, but here's the thing. So Taskmaster in, like, the comics is kind of like... Like, he has the power to, like, see anything and copy anything. But he also has that certain charisma to him that, 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 that like, is like, oh, shit, you know, it's Taskmaster. Yeah. This... They basically, and shout out to um, Ryan George for Screen Rant with the pitch meetings. They basically Deadpool Taskmaster. And I'm talking about oh, Wolverine's, Wolverine's X-Men origin Deadpooled him. Oh, he's ass? Yeah, where basically no dialogue, no witty banter, nothing like that. Just dry, boring as shit. And I'm just like, bro, like it, I don't care if you rule 63'd. Taskmaster, I don't care if it was a female or male, but personality-wise, you drop the ball. And it's like, damn, bro, like, this is Taskmaster. I know Taskmaster, like, he's not, like, super, oh, my gosh, Omega popular. But for me, especially if you played the uh, Spider-Man game, um, Marvel Spider-Man on PS4, nigga pulled up, G. <laughs> nigga pulled up. Pulled and I like, I've always, like, I've always liked smooth. Taskmaster and what he did. So I just didn't like what they did to her character i guess in this movie sense uh but basically black widow goes to this abandoned apartment meets up with uh they for some reason they have this pointless action scene with her and her little sister and i'll also say this her little sister is the best part of this movie she is funny as hell um every scene that she's in she gets she got a laugh from me and my mom so uh shout out to the, and also the the chick who played her little sister. Yeah, they she she stole the movie, bro. She she I fine as hell. Like she fine as hell too. So shout if you out can to take her. over the Scarlett Johansson <laughs> in that aspect as a as a milk. Hey. Yeah, bro. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I was like, because my theory, and I'll I'll save it for the end of the what I I'll save that. But basically, the whole point of the movie is that she wants to kill Drake off for good, um, because the Red Room program is still a thing. There are still Black Widow operatives who are being mind controlled into doing into being assassins. They rescue um, their pretend father, Red Guardian, from prison, um, and then they visit uh, their pretend mom uh, that has like a pig farm or something, some shit like that. Uh, so, like the the conflict of this movie pertaining to Black Widow is accepting her, confronting her past, basically because she doesn't like the lie that she lives. She doesn't like the fact that she was raised in a fake family. She doesn't fuck with Red Guardian. She didn't fuck with the the scientist mom. 
and she didn't really think of uh, her little sister as her little sister because they were playing pretend. But obviously, by the end of the movie, you know, as Vin, as Vin Diesel states, it's all about family. So she accepts them. That's that's the thing that you get with Black Widow's character. But all in all, the climax of the film takes place where they discover that the Red Room is not a room that's in on the ground, but it's a giant floating fortress in the sky. They infiltrate it with kind of a smart plan where basically they Black Widow plays the mom because she still has connections to the Red Room. She puts on this fake mask face, confronts Drake off in the room, but Drakeoff immediately knows that it's Black Widow. So it's like, what the fuck was the point of that stupid ass plan? And going back to what you said, Chris, about the whole blood stuff. So Drakeoff has this pheromone that if a Black Widow operative smells it, they cannot physically touch him. <laughs> so Black Widow tries to like, she tries to like shoot him. She can't pull the trigger. She tries to stab him. Can't pull the trigger. Can't, can't stab him. And he's kind of like hits her around and stuff like that. But she kind of makes fun of it. She's like, damn, you hit like a girl. You suck, blah, blah, blah. Because she's trying <laughs> to draw out something. Her goal is to locate this console because his big plan is that he has millions of Black Widow operatives just waiting in silence, waiting to take over the world. I'll say this. The villain and the motivation of this movie is absolutely worthless. Why? Because there's a big purple haired giant nigga with a golden glove called Thanos who gives zero fucks about your hidden Black Widow operatives or your secret Red Room bullshit because with a snap of the finger, them bitches is gone. So like the whole conflict, it's like it's like one of those things where it's like you really should have released this movie before Endgame because the stakes would have been way higher. There are no stakes in this movie. Because it's like... It's just action scenes and vibes. Yeah, it's like, nigga, <laughs> Thanos, Thanos is a thing. Who gives a shit? <laughs> so... Uh, Black Widow basically the she this is so stupid. She severs her neuro her her nerves by like banging her head by basically bloodying her nose so that she can't smell the pheromones on Dracoff. Beats the shit out of him. Uh, the other Black Widow operatives come in. They're still mind controlled, uh, and they start beating the shit out of the Black Widow. Little sister comes in, throws a bomb to freeze all of them out, uh, and then the mom blows up one of the rudders of the red room so that the whole fortress comes crashing down in hindsight you have a very dumb feature of your giant floating fortress in the sky if all it takes is to blow off one of your wings for you to go kaput uh so basically that happens she has this big finale fight with well not really it wasn't really a fight it was kind of cool though like the whole sequence of them being in the air there's one final confrontation with taskmaster she frees taskmaster and then the movie ends with all of the Black Widow operatives and her mom, Red Guardian, and little sister Black Widow going off someplace to free the other operatives. Black Widow turns herself in to the government. Then for some reason, it cuts to two weeks later, and she has her outfit that she had on, you know, that stupid old blonde wig and blonde eye looked really bad on her in Infinity War. Yeah. She has that, and she gets a jet, presumably to go free everybody else from the jail because of the Sokovia Accord bullshit. Uh, and then the after credit scene is basically a, a little Black Widow Jr., what I'm gonna, I'm gonna call her. She's at the grave of Natasha Romanoff. And the chick from uh, Winter Soldier and Captain America, the chick from Friends, whatever her name is, Valentina, she pops up. She's working, she's working for her. And basically she goes like, okay, 
I got your next target for you. You want to find out who killed Black Widow? Well, here's the person who killed Black Widow, and it shows Black Guy. I mean Hawkeye. Yeah, it shows Hawkeye. <laughs> and Hawkeye's supposed to get a series. It's not going to be about that though. The series is supposed to be about his adventures when he was Ronin. They've already said that. Um, that the whole purpose of that scene, man. Shit. So it <laughs> might be one of the con- Widow movie. It might be one of the conflicts because yeah, that's what my my major theory is that what this movie did a good job to me as far as. Black Widow's concern is setting up her little sister to be the next Black Widow. So yeah. if they don't, if Scarlett Johansson's like, look, no more. I think she's I'm legit done. done. She's, she's I'm done. She's done. I don't want nothing to do with with, with Marvel. I'm done. All, all this other stuff. If they want to use little Black Widow Junior to be the next Black Widow, I'm okay with it because she was fucking hilarious. She kicked ass and she fine as hell. She already she she three strike rule for me. She's she's good. Uh, but all in all. The movie was decent. Was it one of the best Marvel movies? It's, pro- it's not even in my top 10, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it just because terrible releasing, like <laughs> there's no, there's no threat. There's no, there's no stakes. There's none of that. All this movie has was some good, some good dialogue here and there. Uh, Little Black Widow Jr. is fucking hilarious. And the action scenes were dope. Uh, so all in all, I give this movie as Six out of ten. It's above average, and it is okay. It's not action terrible, scenes. but it's not it good. Just, I would say if you, I would say that you're. It's not a desperate watch. You do not need to watch this movie right now. This movie becomes eventually free, well, free on Disney Plus in October. So just wait till October to see it. It ain't or, worth the thirty ball. Hell no, it's not worth the thirty ball. Mm. <laughs> this movie's not worth it because there's. There's nothing in this movie that adds anything to anything. There's nothing about this movie that adds anything to Black Widow's character because she fucking dies. There's nothing that it adds to the overall world as far as like establishing future series, except with maybe Hawkeye and who gives a shit about Hawkeye. Uh, So yeah, nothing, this movie has nothing going for it, but it's a good, Turn your brain. It's a good popcorn summer movie action flick. There you go. Hmm. So that's it. All right. All right. Let's go ahead and talk about Loki um, real quick. We got to talk about episode four and five. So, uh, four and five? No, we don't. I think I, it's just five. All right. Episode yeah. five, then. So, yeah. I just, oh, yeah, we did. I mean, we don't really. Because. Who cares? Four was, was four. Four was four was just the end scene, right? Four, yeah, four the is the end scene. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And it was the fact that the timekeepers are androids or some shit like yeah. that. That's pretty much it. So yeah, we can like, can I? Five. You know? Oh, well, go ahead, summarize, and I will get my opinion on Loki so far. So, uh, do you want to talk about it, Chris? Or I could breeze through it real quick. So, so yeah, episode four just niggas get zapped away pretty much. <laughs> Morbius got zapped away. Um Loki ended up getting zapped away. Timekeepers with robots and uh Sylvie and Ravana had beef episode ended episode, and then episode Loki gets zapped and we thought that he's dead, but it ends with not. him going to this place where there's a bunch of other variant Loki's that show up. That's exactly classic Loki, Loki, black Loki, alligator. Thank Loki. you for Fine. saying that shit as fast as possible. So, uh, cause it's like in, in terms of 
okay, in terms of just like story, I get it. But I think this episode did a lot of characters this fucking service. Uh, one being um, the black chick, the head of the Taki. Yeah. This made her fucking, un- and not just unbearable as a villain. She has, like, her purpose her in the show is very shit. weak. Yeah, her, her motivation is horrible, dog. Yeah. Like, if you want to find out what's wrong with the timekeepers, then sad will look you know. If you don't want to find out what's wrong with the timekeepers, be a bitch about it. Like, and now she's like, okay, what's the reason that you want to find, you're like, you know it's something wrong, right? You know it's something bad, right? So why is you not on their side? Because you don't want female Loki to get it first? That's horrible. And if it's like if she's supposed to be the main antagonist of the show, she know. is well, I mean, because like when we talk about Marvel villains, Marvel villains didn't really start getting good until like Black Panther onwards, maybe. She is phase one Marvel villain. She's terrible. <laughs> but out of and, all the villains, out of all the villains in these fucking shows, like yeah, fucking GSP one. from Hawking, you know, that shit was good. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dang, he's talking, and GSP was the minor <laughs> And Agatha, Agatha was fire, bro. She had that Agatha raw ass on point. Yeah. Agatha, the mystery, the mystery in one division that let the fans down thinking it was getting all that shit was the truth. I mean. uh, but, <laughs> um, no, but like, in, in all seriousness, I just think like a lot of this shit. A lot of this shit did her disservice, like as a character. I think a lot of this shit was not I hate to say poorly written, but like highlight to the episode, the fucking Loki battle royale was goddamn hilarious. Because it showed I think they do a good job in this show showing the true nature of fucking Loki. Of yeah. how he always betrays Yeah, him, it's like that yeah, I betrayed you. Good. I betrayed you to, because I wanted to become the king, and it's like, no nigga, I, I'm gonna be the king. And then all the other Loki's go like Nah, nigga, we go be the king. <laughs> it was it was really fucking good. I think that was the highlight. Like Kid Loki and Alligator Loki. Alligator Loki was hilarious. Yeah. I always love animals and shows. Um, Kid Loki was good. Um, OG Loki. OG Loki is he he his his jersey in the Raptor, folk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jersey Cole G. I just like um, I liked his speech when he was saying that like he didn't. He didn't let Thanos choke him out, and he was just yeah. like, "I was just tired of all this glorious purpose shit." I went to some remote planet, and I was just like, "Fuck it!" And they was like, "What was your next event? What happened?" He's like, "I wanted company." I was like, "Damn!" <laughs> they, said, they said, "Look, you technically wasn't supposed to. You was supposed to die here, but since like, you, we let you slide, but since you, you got the, since you, you got the, uh, you got the audacity to want to talk to niggas, G. <laughs> like you missed your brother, Stephen." Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but can we talk about, to me, and, and I, when we talk about Marvel, and we, I, I had this conversation with DC, when it comes to romance, Marvel is very bad. Very bad when it comes to romance. I'm not going to lie. It, it, this honestly, shit with Loki and Sylvie, am I the only one who thinks that is weird? I don't need it. Fuck? It's not needed. They can it's, just yeah, redo it. It's so forced. Like, like it, it comes like in some aspects it comes off as them just like a a cop duo, right? Yeah. Then the part with the fucking blanket happened, and I'm yeah. like, okay, this shit a little, yeah. you know, you fucking no, but, yourself at that point. But but let's let's relate it to something like this because like DC and had had this on they, they he was saying that like they established something like there's as much of a difference to differentiate the two where the romance could work 
But then I'm like, all right, let's just think of it as something else that just came out. Ratchet and Clank. How fucking weird would it be if Ratchet and Rivet at the end of the game was like, let's fuck. Let's 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 be a the couple. The furry community would be happy. Me, the furry I'm community would like... be happy, but it's weird because it's like I made this joke, like, is that is this technically masturbation? Because it's like yeah, that's no. that's your that is your actual if you were in that dimension, you that's, that's you. Because he even said it like, this is us as a child. This is us when we're older. This is us as an alligator. And you're in love. I mean, I guess if it's Loki's character is being a fucking narcissist, it comes full circle. You fall but in love with yourself. But it's still weird. My <laughs> thing weird, is, why can't be Loki. more of like a fucking Power Ranger gang up in which we know, like, we are all fucking together in this, like... I don't see I don't see Loki as a romance character. Like yeah. a lot of characters in shows don't have to be like romantic, right? Even somebody like Cap. Cap, a lot of other than fucking Peggy, a lot of his movies it don't revolve around him having a heroine battle. And the Peggy stuff in the MCU is terrible too, because we don't yeah. know that shit. That and okay. then um even Iron Man, right? Iron Man, he got what's the face? Half of the time he talking to Shorty is banter. But it's yeah. good, right? It, it, yeah. it, 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 it's really, really fucking good. You can understand Thor and him having a love interest because he's, you know, uh, Anglo-Saxon. Motherfucking white, white blonde-haired nigga. So motherfuckers got to have him a, a, a relationship and whatnot. But in this aspect, I think it takes away from the show. A lot. Yeah. Not too bad, but I think it takes away from the show. Yeah, but they, like they the spent way too much time in this particular episode of them talking back and forth about shit and they that, don't care about. And there's not a lot of God of Mischief shit happening, right? We can tell we can tell his character, but him, him being mischievous and who he is, I know he's trying to change himself for the better, but the the plot the plight of the show should be him struggling with the fact of the he is a Loki. Like I can't help myself but to be this way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But instead it's turning him to more of a not, you can't even say an anti-hero, because that's Cap. If you call Loki an anti-hero, he, he's, he's a hero hero. No, he's a hero hero now at this point. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, and I understand you you have to make a whole show around him, so I don't know if this plot necessarily does that character more justice than others, but, you know, I can, I, I, I understand, man. Like, I understand what they're trying to go with. I don't think it's coming off as good. Like, episode four and three of Loki were very very mid yeah. other than the end of episode four i think like episode four and three dragged the fuck out like you can wrap epi- this could have been low-key a fucking mini movie like you know three episode joint you know get low-key. this shit done real quick it could have been a nice little mini movie motherfuckers not even care um but like with this a lot of shit get drawn through. i think episode five even though it was like a lot good action had a lot of this shit was drawn out like yep. a lot of it was drawn out, um, but who knows? You know, I you got think one more episode. More episode left. left. Yeah, I think this episode. is this is probably when main Loki probably bites the dust, if that, or they leave it off on a cliffhanger, which probably will. They happen. are gonna leave it on a cliffhanger because <laughs> like, uh, we need that Disney Plus subscription money. <laughs> yeah, I th- exactly. you know like it's just with this Marvel TV shows and shit right now. And you can tell a more and more as they going, and there's nothing wrong with what I'm about to say and how they're doing it. But you can tell that's the purpose. It's yeah. just that this shit got to get more polished. Like if you're gonna make ad TV shows, 
polish the shit out in terms of like make us one because fatigue is real. You know, you are you are a really good property in terms of motherfuckers go come and watch you. But fatigue is real. The reason Black Widow ain't getting slob knob, it made a shit manual. It made a shit ton of money. Like yeah, Black Widow it's Marvel. Marvel. Like it, they said it made sixty million off Disney Plus alone. So like and theater prices definitely. The theater, I think it made 80, 80 domestic, seventy uh worldwide. And it's the first weekend, bro. Like yeah. that's yeah, you, you made your money back in then some. Like Scarlett Johansson looking at some checks like I might do it again. But um no, seriously, like if you're gonna make ad if you're gonna make ad TV shows, shit that you get, you know, um hype for for because like a lot of people might think this is more of a Thor. In all honesty, I think this is more of a Spider-Man thing. And I got this from TikTok, but it's right. But it, 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 it's like some dude theory is that the variance is just giving you an explanation for Tom Holland to meet yeah, the Tom, other variant. Yeah, yeah, Andrew Garfield. Is a, <laughs> yeah. That's Loki. Hey. I was like, that works. I was like, that, that works. really fucking works, bro. <laughs> that works. Like, it, I was like, it works. So if that is a way for them to add the variant Spider-Man and this whole seven. Also, multiverse shit with Doctor Strange. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I rocks with it, right? But it's just like, you know, me watching the show. Cause like I don't like to say my time is valuable because most of that shit's been napping. But I do like watch shit while I'm at work. And I can multitask, like I can turn my brain off and multitask and watch shit. Probably throw some subtitles on so I can read it as well to make sure I'm paying attention. But like if I'm watching Loki, taking my time out, I'm not supposed to be doing this while I'm at work, by the way, but taking my time out at work, doing all this type of shit. And it's like mid-tier episodes for something that is as hot as Loki. And this is not like me, you know, me, I hate Marvel type shit, right? This is a consistency in the community that, that these last three episodes of Loki, minus the end of episode five and four, has been notoriously mid, bro. Like, yeah. more mid than I'll probably, like... I was doing a lot of this in the middle of my episodes. Like, Yeah, no, that definitely, definitely got my phone <laughs> up. I would say out of all the Disney Plus shit that I watched, between Loki and Monsters Inc. Monsters Inc. had my attention through and through. That shit was 28 minutes. I was I was literally watching Monster Inc. like this. Like I'm about to get some conceived plot about how they're gonna make this laughter shit work, dude. I'm here like, man, this shit is good. They got the original voice actors. I'm like, yeah, this this is good shit right here. But Loki, mind you, I think it's a good show. I just think I, I probably wanted more from the show that I got. You know what I'm saying? I like the Thor side of Marvel, even though every movie is ass, um, except for one. But uh, this Loki stuff, the, the the romance that's not needed, the black chick being a whore. Owen Wilson and original Loki is the two best characters in that show. Yeah, it's like Owen I Wilson really, is amazing. And that's why those episodes are so good, because the cop duo between them, yes, to me, yes. way better than him and female Loki. Yeah, leagues above. Definitely, but I love, I love Owen Wilson. Showed his chops that he can. He needed to be in the Marvel universe sooner. You know, we always got some good side characters in the Marvel movies and shit like that. Owen Wilson is one of them, dog. Like he, he, his chops in this shit was really good. The jet ski, the jet ski running on joke, fucking amazing. But even with this, right? I think this movie's gonna leave a lot of plot holes. Because we, I don't think we ever will find out what the fuck happened with Owen Wilson and how he got took and where he got took from. Uh, 
we still got to find out the reason why female Loki was took. Because she was, she didn't do anything that stopped All her. she, she just did was just play with toys. <laughs> yeah, she was like, "What was my Nexus event?" And she didn't, and she didn't say anything. So, you know, we got to find out reason. We still got to find out who to be. I don't want it to be a a, a a crazy big bad, right? Because if you make this a crazy big bad, like um, what's the nigga name, Rowan the Accuser or some shit like that, then you set yourself up for yeah. you know letting yourself down. I mean, letting niggas down again because. We're not going to get a movie about this nigga. And if he get popped in one episode, too. yeah, you know, if we, if we mop Ronin in one episode, it was no point of leading up to this shit. So I don't even want it to be a big bad. I want it to be, you know, mysterious. I have a fucking watcher come up and say, hey, don't open that door. Don't eat that apple. <laughs> that apple not for you, man. Look, y'all going to open some shit. Niggas don't have to die. If you do it that way, then, you know, I'm all good. But I, like I said, I'm glad Loki's about to be over. What the fuck is next? Out the uh, what if Marvel? What yeah, if? What if? What if? That should be good because who cares? Uh, it's none. Nothing's really canon, you know, canon. So that should be really, really good. What's that but, after um, that? Probably, probably Hawkeye. Yeah, probably Hawkeye. It's a because uh, it's like I think they going back into their movie bag now, right? Yeah, like they still yeah. going to do yeah, series, yeah. but in terms of doing. the shit that's already done, is what it's if, and then bag. Hawkeye. And I think they haven't announced nothing else yet, cause like they like they 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 still gonna do movies regardless. But yeah. they also like the animated shit is going to occur. I mean, not the, the animated, Shang-Chi, but like the TV Shang-Chi is next. The episode episodic shit still gonna happen. Like Shang Chi, which look, hands the movie. Uh, that's literally why I'm, I'm checking um, that out. For, I think I'm looking at it right now. No, that's that's an old one. Uh. No, I don't. Yeah, here you go. This timeline shit right here. So Loki, yeah, Hawkeye, Fall twenty twenty one, Disney Plus. Uh, That's got to be like three episodes, bro. I don't know. (laughs) Doctor Strange is in May. So what if ain't until the summer, dog? Yeah, that's next month. Yeah, that's next month. Oh yeah, I'm. Look, you thinking it's still twenty twenty, bro? I know. (laughs) (laughs) Niggas hurt. Uh, yeah, that's it for this for phase four, because we only got like we only got movies left other than Hawkeye, what else? And it's the Doctor Strange movie, Thor, Eternals, and Shane. You might as well, well, Shane Chi and Spider Man. Yeah, Shane Chi. Shane Chi and Spider Man. Spider Man get their release date. It's in November. November shit. We don't even got a trailer. That trailer coming out probably. Yeah, that trailer that, that coming out. It's any day now. I call it. That's on any day now. Somebody they making theories about it already. Shit probably come out after Loki to tell you the truth. Um, but some people been that. watch out for like fake spoilers. Some people uh, been yeah. sending a movie theater and animating like what if these three niggas meet each other? Like y'all, like, y'all like see that trailer, man. Quit playing. They probably yeah. tease it in the trailer if it happens. Like it'd be some hype shit though. I, but I feel like they shouldn't. They should save that for the movie. Oh, like they shouldn't drop it in the trailer. This is the but thing. But they probably yeah. go drop it in the trailer. They're going to drop it in the trailer because trailer these days are not to generate hype in a sense of anticipation, but to generate hype is to say, I can't miss this. Yeah, so exactly. mean and bad, they're going to... I can't wait like, to see this scene. Yeah, I can't. I, I have <laughs> to see how this scene come apart. That's why a lot of people say you spoil your movie in the trailer these days. Because, yeah, we know y'all going to watch it regardless. Mm. So I'm going to make you really need to watch this shit. Yeah. Um, so I, we definitely, if anything, we might not see Andrew Garfield. Anything we seen Tobey Maguire in that trailer? 
anything. Terry Maguire will pop the nation, bro. I know, I know, I know. in this podcast, I know. we the don't do this mid, too much justice. It's not even just, the, the, pop, everybody knows Toby mid, except for like casual niggas. But man, Toby's going to pop the nation. Oh, oh, that's 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 niggas childhood for some reason. I'm just like, bro, you know, you like the star niggas can't get the nostalgia light off Toby. Hey, you know, as much as we talk shit, Spider Man one and two was extremely revolutionary for comic book. They were, yes, like that's I can't cat. But they, but like but you say, just like just, though, just they're like good Cla- Spider Man movies. They're great. <laughs> spot except three, two is one of the best superhero movies ever. But Toby is still a mid Spider Man no, in a good no, no. movie. I just need I need all y'all niggas who keep saying that the Spider-Man trilogy or Spider-Man one, two, and three is to actually go back and rewatch those movies today. I think two I think two holds up. I think one who barely holds up. I think one holds is the up. same thing as like if you go back and look at like the first Iron Man and realize they was trying to introduce this shit. No, three, no, no. three shit. First Iron Man movie still holds up to this day. Cause I've recently watched that, and that shit is three, awesome. Three is shit to me. Like three is shit to me. Oh yeah, two, yeah, yeah. I think you know, Doctor Doctor Art carried that movie. I didn't like two as much as uh, as much as other people. I despite. I they overhype it. 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 it was depressing as fuck. As well. They overhype it. Y'all that's my whole depressing. problem, and that's the whole. It's like a lot of the classic Marvel movies that y'all like that changed the game for comic book movies. It's cool and all. But, like, if you go back, and I'm talking about, because I did this when, like, Homecoming came out, when Far From Home came out, I went back and fully rewatched Spider-Man 1, Spider-Man 2, and Spider-Man 3. And I'm like, these movies don't hold up. They don't, they don't, they not as good as y'all think. It's like the same thing with the X-Men trilogy. At its time, everybody, revolutionary. We all know those movies suck. <laughs> at, at its time, revolutionary. Yeah. I love but you go back time. and watch those X-Men movie, the, the class X-Men movie trilogy now, the mm. bitch's ass. Ass. Mm. So it's like, please, it's nostalgia. Take your gla- your rose-colored glasses So is we going to play the drinking game how many times um, my nigga Tom Holland talked about Tony Stark? Can we play a drinking game on that? Well, we got to talk about, well, it's a drinking game. So how many times Tobey Maguire is going to say something about Mary Jane okay. um, in a sad way? Um, how is many this t- your Mary Jane? I had a Mary Jane. I had a Mary Jane. How many times Andrew Garfield is going to say something about not saving Gwen and her neck cracked? Mm. Um, and then how many times Tom Holland says he misses Iron Man? That's the drinking game. Man, oh, he gonna put, pop them glasses on. Oh man, <laughs> get drunk as fuck off Tom Holland. Fuck gonna have me on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> no, so what's next, Chris? Uh, let's go ahead and hit the news up. So um, let's go on the gaming side. So. Uh, we getting a free Witcher DLC based around the new Witcher Netflix tra- uh, series. The trailer for season two just came out, but I know I they did just I announce the new Witcher DLC. Um, in the midst of them trying to fix Cyberpunk, so that's what I'll, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> y'all saying I mean, trying to fix Cyberpunk? That the last update. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I think remember they trailer we talked about this. This is they um. <laughs> no, I, I, I honestly, I don't believe that stuff. Witcher, I uh, like them saying that they will never make another Witcher game will be the biggest foot they ever put in their mouth. Man, <laughs> they have something called Witcher Con, bro. Once you have a con dedicated, you to are a big. Season, you're making yeah, another game. You're making another game, even <laughs> if it's about Siri or if it's about other. You know, the books are big as well. Like you're gonna make another Witcher game, even if you remake one. Like you're making another Witcher game. 
um, I don't want to hear that. Like, I don't want to hear that shit. Uh, to put the the video game shit, I mean the movie, I mean the TV show shit into the video game, I think it's cool. Uh, it gives. Think me it's gonna come up. You think they gonna make like a skin that's based off of uh, yeah. Henry Cavill? Yeah, I, 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 they were smart. Henry Cavill, Gale, that would be good. I, I, the Witcher series minus the plot twist in season one because it's still confusing as fuck. If you uh, watching it for the first time, it's really good in my opinion. I think Harry Cavill did his job. I will be watching season two. I'm not gonna binge watch that shit today. That shit is hell. But uh, they drop all the episodes. When they it, will drop. Yeah, it's on Netflix. So it's they Netflix. Drop all the they like I, binge. Hit three binge a day. Us. Nigga, they hour they hour long episodes, bro. Like that shit is hell. Oh man. yeah, um, like I can do that with shows like Sopranos and The Wire and shit. Cause like I said, this shit can play in the background. A show like Witcher or like Seven Instant while we being watching an anime, like I would have to look because I gotta read the subtitles and stuff like that. So like, that's hell, bro. Um, but I'm glad. I'm glad Witcher is still going. <laughs> Stay bread and butter, bro. <laughs> Stay, <laughs> we ain't Stay hear no game. more cyberpunk shit until the next gen update, and that's if we hear that. I'm pretty sure the anime got canceled. Um, what was some other cyberpunk shit that posed? That it out? was an anime. Yeah, yeah it's supposed studio, to be an anime. Studio Trigger posed an anime. Or Netflix. Or Netflix. It might oh, happen oh. in the future, but I'm pretty sure they're they, not gonna talk about it till that shit died down. They, yeah, they, yeah. they yep. bit off too much for a game that did not come out yet. So, hey, this this the that's their bed. They got a lie in it. Uh, I'm playing cyberpunk right now just to see. How you know it stands up to when I previously played? Not playing it like religiously or anything. I just do a couple like you know sad questions. See what it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. It, I actually will go back to the uh, the crashing than what I'm playing now. To tell you the truth, uh, it but, don't crash. I have, it haven't crashed to me once. But in terms of the pace of the game and how it moves, it moves way. It moves like on my PS5. It moves like it's trying to move slow for a PS4. And I dislike that. I really do. It's not my fault that that game can't go on that system, bro. <laughs> I shouldn't have to go through that, bro. Like, no no cap. Like, if you was to play this game, the loading screens are the same as if... Like, the loading screens on the PS4, when it first came out, was faster than it is on the PS5. It's really, really bad. I should have took a video to show y'all niggas that. Um, mm. The map and, like, it takes forever for the game to, to initialize itself. I remember going from the map and going like back and forth to change the clothes, but it was fast. It's not fast no more because they so worried about the game crashing. It's really fucking bad, bro. Good morning, um, Night City. That shit takes forever. Like you, you can hear you can hear do whole spiel now. Like when they doing a little TV show for the loading screen, you watch the whole TV show. Uh, mm. But enough talking about that. I'm happy for The Witcher. Like I said, you know, a, a good game, really fucking good TV show. Well, I should switch that. Good TV show, really fucking good game. Harry Cavill skin, I will play with it for one hour, then delete The Witcher again, because that shit is a lot of fucking gigabytes. Um, yeah. Beat the shit out that game too, so I have no reason to play it. Do you think they go do you think they go announce um next gen upgrade for Witcher 3? Yeah. I thought that was gonna be the announcement, to tell you the truth. Uh, I think it's I think it's bound to happen. It's that they, you know, if they want even if they don't want if they want easy money, mind you. Uh, if you, you, you do it for the PS5, even if they make the upgrade free, it's still easy money because more people going to buy it. Witcher has been on sale on that PlayStation store for $20 for like fucking years. Give another reason for somebody to buy that game. Um, 
wasn't the complete edition free on PlayStation Plus? No. Oh no. Or am I tweaking? No. I think no, nah, bro. It was a time when that shit when that complete edition was probably like fifteen to five. Yeah, it was it really the, cheap? At was one it point. the OG edition? I gotta check. On I don't know. Um, it was. It was a point where it was really like the complete. I know edition the game. Really I know cheap. the game has hit sales in which, like, if you always want to play The Witcher, it's your time to buy it. Uh, but like I would say, definitely, uh, if niggas is somewhat fans of The Witcher verse, why season one? They have an addictive song, so prepare for that possible coins to your Witcher shit. But um. In season two, it's it's really gonna. I think season two is really gonna be good. Plot holes are sad, like season one and how confusing that shit was. But um, I think it's gonna be good. All right. Uh, then we it was news that Cyberpunk. While we was talking about, it's the most downloaded PS4 game in June, or at least the most downloaded game on the PlayStation. Makes sense. June. There's nothing out on PS4 right now, so who cares? Yeah. So um, like they put it back on the store. Yeah. Like it actually goes back to like the the divisionlessness of gaming. Like niggas, niggas. A lot of them niggas knew they was gonna get that game again. Like they about to be in for a fuck you because it ain't it ain't no better. So they about to be shit. Yeah, they, like... they about to be salty as fuck. I respect the headlines, but it's like, you know, of course, that would happen. That's the only game. It's the right curiosity. Now. Like, I, I still think, you know, it's a waste of time if niggas downloaded the game. Like, this comes from a nigga who loves Cyberpunk, but I love the Cyberpunk I played before this. Mind you, it's probably another reason I'm so not into this game because I got it on fucking hard. I feel like shooting myself with this game on hard because these niggas will blow you the fuck down as soon as they see you, bro, and I have died. Multiple times, and that loading screen is super fucking long, so it's annoying. But like, like I said, it's you. If you download this game to 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 like, you know, criticize some more, you wasted money because yeah, you're gonna say yeah. the same thing. <laughs> you was gonna say, but if you download this game to actually play the game, you wasted money. Sony warned y'all niggas, G. Especially if you ain't got a PS. Especially if you got a PS4 Pros. They said, like, bro, don't play this shit on a base PS4. This shit is ass. <laughs> Damn, Giannis had 41 points? Yeah, 41 oh. last game. It's just everybody else fucking pooped, finally. Shit. Just nigga averaging, what, 38? 39? Hey, LeBron did it, too. It's just if you don't win, <laughs> what difference does it make? Mike, <laughs> yeah, he bring this around, bro. Giannis in a lead company already. Just throw him in the top 12, 15. Um, <laughs> but, no, let me get off the basketball shit. What's next, Chris? Uh... Oh, switch! Uh, I call it the switch semi-pro. Cam, do your thing, G. Unless you, before you, let me just say what's so. So pretty much, Nintendo announced the new Nintendo Switch. It comes with a OLED screen, so it's. I think it was just a regular LED screen. Now it's OLED, so a lot more crisp, a lot more clean. That's it. Hold on, hold on. We're not done yet, Cam. The, That's uh, it. The, the, the There's nothing thing. else. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> the back thing is a lot more wider, so you know it's a lot more wider, and the docking station has a land cable. I think the docking station helps you get the shit in like 4K or some shit, right? No, there's no, no. 4K. There oh, is no yeah. 4K. Okay, no. so this is an L on both leakers <laughs> and Nintendo. So the leakers for the the the, the alleged insiders. For the for the longest time, have been like past year and a half. Switch Pro, Switch Pro, Switch Pro coming out, 4K, all this other stuff, natural uh 60 FPS, all this good shit, right? Nintendo decides 
I got y'all, but psych. And releases <laughs> the Switch OLED. Let me tell y'all something. If you buy, if you buy this Switch OLED, you are a dumb ass. Unless you doing this, unless you doing this for content creation, unboxing purposes, or shit like that. Or oh, it's your this, first switch. Yeah, if it's a, and even yeah, even if it is your first switch, bro. <laughs> the, the current one, the one nothing, we have is cheaper. It's nothing. It's nothing bad with this bitch. She yeah. does it. She does fine. OLED screen. You don't cook it. Like they're saying, the biggest draw for the OLED is that it's more portable. Let me tell y'all something. No one, Nintendo. I'm gonna need y'all to stop advertising the switch. Like people take this. Outside and play it, Man. especially y'all fan base. Like I think the no. I think the biggest thing is the, I think the biggest thing is the fucking Ethernet cord. Yeah. <laughs> that's it, and that's a as barely and you can and you can low key finesse a land cable on the switch with the um, if you get it a, a USB you get an adapter yeah, yeah you, you get, get a USB adapter yeah you just you just yeah. get that so like there is no rhyme or reason for this to it's like I understand that like. It's kind of our fault for getting our hopes up for the Switch Pro 4K stuff, but it's like Nintendo. It's like it. This isn't even like I'm thinking about like the 3DS situation, where at least the 2DS when they advertised that ugly ass brick looking 3DS, and it was like this is the 2DS. At least they had the nerve to say like, "Yo, this is just the 2D. This is just the 3DS without 3D, and it's way cheaper." Cool. You got the nerve to release an expensive, an expensive, a more expensive copy of the Switch that has features no one gives a shit about. I don't care about mm-hmm. OLED. They said that you're, they said that the max resolution is like 12, uh, 1280 by seven twenty, I believe. And look, so Ken, <laughs> when you talk so, about this shit, bro, Matthew, viewers, y'all know us. We ain't like you know frame nerds or yeah yeah. But when you when you promote the shit, we go yeah, we go right, talk right, about right. it. We right. go talk about it, yo. We give us specs. We see specs the, for y'all. The, and the thing is, the the switches the switches biggest problem is just having better performance. That's it. It's not even. It's not necessarily that like oh I. I it's like I want to see. I want to play Breath of the Wild without. Link stuttering while I'm playing it in my handheld mode. You know what I mean? Like I want mm-hmm. to be yeah, able to like play these games. Yeah, <laughs> Breath of the Wild is rough on handheld version. You got to play that shit on console. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> it's like it's like I don't even that. like playing. I don't even like docking my Switch. No homo. Like I like yeah. And then the other thing is that like when I take when I'm when I'm using when I'm playing my Switch on handheld mode, I'm doing it because. I don't want to play it on my TV or I'm watching something else and I just want to play my Switch while I'm watching something else. Yeah. I'm not yeah. taking this. I don't take this out. Even when I do take this outside, when I'm going like drive, like Hard if trip. I'm driving someplace or something like that, I don't even take this bitch out. It's like a what if. And I rarely play my Switch because it's just like, it's it's uncomfortable to me. I don't like playing my games outside of the comfort of my Only own Only time home. this bitch is leaving my crib. If the guys were on a road trip, I'm eventually gonna get on the airplane, and I'm scared of one of those. So, <laughs> and so it's like this. This was like one of the biggest finesses ever. And if y'all fall for this, y'all some dumbasses. Uh-huh. I would only, I would only blame you. I would only, I would only give you props if it's like 
I don't have a switch yet. I want to get a switch, so I'm gonna get the best performing one. But if you have a if you have an OG switch, and you're like, okay, I want to get it. Should I upgrade to the switch? Do not. There's. I no don't point. think I didn't think they should have made another thing. I don't think if portable if being a portable video game is your motif, don't make the shit bigger. By the way, yeah. I don't <laughs> like. Uh, don't make the shit huge. By the way, one I live in the city of Chicago. Two, I ain't gonna be driving with that motherfucker. Three, if I'm on a bus with that hoe, I wanna have that bitch when I get off the bus. Right. <laughs> like it's still a like I can't you know the fuck I look like. What you got in your pants on? I'm, I'm and the battery my, life is trash too. Me. My, <laughs> and the battery life is horrible. Um I was the battery life the, the funny thing is the battery life while playing the game is fucking garbage. But the battery life when you're not playing a game is fucking <laughs> You put this thing up for like three days, you turn it on, that thing yes. is at 90%. <laughs> but the moment you turn on the game up, it's doop, doop. I'm like, oh, no, bro, I can't even, I can't even get immersed yet. I got to find this long ass oh, I can't get him. Um, but no, the funny thing is, I'll, I'll play my Switch, don't get me wrong, but my Switch charger go to my fucking controller and headphones from time to time, bro. That shit stay linked up. Y'all ever see me with that shit like this, bro? It's my Switch charger, bro. Like, that bitch is right there. Ready for me to hook up. But yeah, so shot Nintendo with the finesse. Uh anime manga side of things. Demon Slayer Studio, Utosaba, Utofaba. Uh they out here you committing fold, you tax evasion. You foldable. Uh they commit tax evasion, making all this fucking money, and you've got to pay your taxes, G. <laughs> <laughs> the Japanese the RS said, is, "Fuck is y'all niggas, G. We we we, we, we was they, keeping but no. they didn't get they didn't get they didn't get charged for it. They was like, listen, we'll just pay it off. Dang, you know they, they got their hands. Catching evasion is such an avoidable charge. It is, yeah. Because if you because you you are you're avoiding tax. If you're in a position where you're rich and you're avoiding taxes, it's like you don't want to pay for it. But if you get caught, you can pay for it. Like you it, you have to literally do some wild shit to actually like you have to be broke." It does say a lot about your financial situation as a celebrity if you go to jail for tax evasion. <laughs> like, or you just that fucking. Or you just you go yeah, put your you, you like I saw. I mean, tax evasion is a very like avoidable fraud because you could be dumb and not know how to. You don't have nobody controlling your finances, so you just don't pay taxes because it's different when you rich as hell than when you know you like us, right? Yeah, you know we ain't there yet, but some people just don't know that I have to tell these niggas. That I How bought this helicopter. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I have to tell these niggas that this concert made me three million dollars. Like, um, cause the rich. But this movie, this people. movie is the highest grossing movie in Japan because of me. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, so hold on. <laughs> Japanese IS is like, it's like hey, uh, hold on. Huh? Uh, y'all lying y'all lying about charitable donations and stuff too? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, give us that money. They're like, oh shit, sorry, we apologize. We wasn't expecting the bag to be like we, that. Take your, take your, take your, hey, take your, money. Portion. Hey, your yen. Take, it's your you yen. Take your portion. Don't, don't sue us anything. All right, all right. <laughs> but yeah, so that that happened. Um, Full Metal Alchemist Mangaka, he is back making a. She, he, she is. She, back. she, she's back making a new manga. So shout out to her. Uh, mm-hmm. turned back into the field. So um they sh- and they also showed- July twelfth, um, which is there's tomorrow. going to be a, uh, 
I don't know. It's, it's going to be an event for the 20th anniversary of Full Metal Alchemist. And they're supposed to be dropping an announcement about a special project about Full Metal Alchemist. So stay on the lookout for that. Well, by the time this comes out, that'll already be out. But, like, very excited for that. Oh, I'm so fucking excited for it, bro. So I'm so fucking excited. Could be a movie. Could be a, a mobile game. Anything happen? <laughs> I think I think I I think Full Metal Alchemist already has a mobile game. Who cares? You can have another one. <laughs> now if they talk now, they, now if they're doing a console game, bro, I'm down. You know, I ain't got no problem with that shit. They've already had multiple console games in the past. Shit, man, you know if it's something like that, a movie <laughs> a movie shout out to me seeing that too in twenty twenty five when it finally comes to the States. Um that's pretty much it. Like, but I, I hope it's a manga to tell you the truth. Manga or like a OVA. OVA okay. should be good. Yeah, OVA should be good. Um, like what they I know the you. story is kind of. I know the story is kind of you know, taken care of. But I do want to see what Ed did when he got on that train and left everybody. And what Al did when he went to. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, Yu Yu Hakusho ended, and they still did that OVA years later. Yeah, and that was so. decent, right, Chris? Yeah, but it was decent. Both. Like one was... How was that? Oh, yeah, yeah, the Shishu art. Yeah, that was the OVA that dropped. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, they got an OVA after the OVA. So it was the OVA, OVA squared. Yeah. Well, that's rare in the community. That's how you know they want the goats. You get OVA squared. That's how they invested. I heard one of them OVAs included uh, Use K Father, so. I'm, it's hard, you know, not putting somebody's father in the canon realm, but we gonna we yep. gonna we gonna keep it that. It is what it is. Uh, moving on, uh, Misfit Demon Academy is officially canceled. It went from on break to no, canceled. no, no. The manga is officially canceled. The yeah, light novel is yeah, still on. Yeah, I meant yeah. You're right. My fault. The light novel is good. The manga is canceled because the mangaka has pancreatic cancer. Yeah, damn. You know, I was talking in a party, and it's an an extra answer to this question, probably joking-wise, but it's true. I was like, the diet in Japan, they eat a lot of fish, rice, not a bad diet, right? Unless you go, you know, fast food. But even a fast food place is not as bad as ours, right? No, they're very, very small proportions. Yeah. So in order for you to get, like, a thing like cancer, that's really, there's two things that definitely, three, you know, genetics. An unhealthy life and fucking stress that yes. gets you cancer. So the fact that the leader cause of this shit is most likely the stress that they put themselves under. And in Japan's Japan's work culture is very, very High stressful. Stress. Highly stressful. Very stressful. Crazy. And the fact that he knew about this two years ago, because they said he they knew that he had pancreatic cancer two years ago, and he in 2019, and he kept working on it. And it's like. It's like, and then we, we, we hear all these news about all these mangakas, and it's like, my God, bro. Like, I understand it's a bag, but gee, you can't make a bag if you're dead. Yeah. You, you, you gotta prioritize, gotta prioritize health. It's like, I love Demon Misfit Academy. I'm glad that the light novel is still continuing. We're still getting a second season. That's dope. But like, bro, listen, G, like, you ain't got to work like Oda and like all this other stuff. Like, like the thing is, and like why I wanted to talk about like the importance of loving yourself and taking care of yourself is because ever since and not to like make this sad or macabre or anything, 
But ever since the Berserk mangaka had passed away, there's been stories after stories after stories yeah. about mangakas having to take breaks and hiatuses because of their illnesses and health. And it's like, there has to be some sort of dialogue within Jump, uh, Biz, all, all, yeah, all the all these all these all the ma- like, manga magazines bro you you gotta change the production the schedules of the stuff these niggas are human oda takes two hours of sleep a day be- in Fuck order to that, pump bro. out in order to in order to Fuck continually that, pump out one piece chapters week after week at some point it's like listen i like one piece as much as the next guy but i ain't gonna be able to enjoy one piece if i hear the news that oda is hospitalized somewhere because of health problems because he has a very poor living diet and then you gotta you know you also gotta think about like how you know personality wise some of these niggas are right think about this shit right when you when you think about when you think about somebody like horikoshi and how this nigga mind you this nigga is so awkward and awkward in a you know not a mean way, but awkward in a he's not like a he's a socially awkward person. He's right? Socially inept. He don't he don't show his face in public. It is not to be edgy. He literally puts a mask on because he's socially awkward. Like go guitar. look at Horikoshi <laughs> and see him in any setting. He he has a mask on, you know. And the main reason I think he's ending my hero right now because he don't want to end up like that. He yeah. don't want to end up having to write this shit. For fucking years and years and years, and end up in a fucking stretcher, you yep. know what I mean? Like it's I, that's why I respect Hunter X Hunter. Nigga. He felt a little nervous. His back go what? He was like, like, listen, yeah, I'm saying, look, down. I already have. Do you, <laughs> I got I my, I got you, my wife. I, show. I have I got my show done. I have Sailor Moon because my wife. Fuck the series, and I got Dragon Quest. <laughs> and I'm gonna I'm be I'm gonna be Gucci. I mean, it's even bad to the point where like. I was watching a video of like um, this guy who did the, the mangaka for Rent a Girlfriend, and they were telling him about like his living situation and the fact that like he has like like his in his house situation. The way his house is set up is that he has like two different houses, like one for his family and like one for his work, and he spends the majority of the one in his work. And it's like, dog, you have it's like in the way that he works, he's working from day to dark, and it's like he he doesn't have enough time to spend time. He was even saying that he doesn't have a lot of time that he spends with his family. And I'm like, listen, I know that this is your life's work, but like, damn, listen to Vin Diesel sometimes, my nigga. Like, it's, it's, it's not, it's, it's cool that we get these weekly chapters, but I think DC hit a great point when he's talking about in the group chat how the American comic system and the way that it works as far as when things are released I think it's is good because it gives people time to de-stress, get their creative juices flowing. If you're constantly in a state of flux in which, okay, I just I just published this chapter out, you don't even give you don't even give time to be like, all right, I'm gonna take this week off, let myself recharge. In Otis case, it's literally, all right, I submitted that chapter. Immediately working on the next chapter. Unless he takes a break, and even still, he's trying he's working on the next chapter. Like there has to be a change in the manga system, bro. Cause like I feel like the the Berserk mangaka's death really shed a light as far as the importance of health within this industry because you are working these niggas ragged 
and I know they have like an editing team and stuff like that, but it's still always on that one nigga. Mm-hmm. And there has to be a change in that. Yep. Cause even like that uh that manga not that anime that came out a couple seasons ago where it was focused on a guy who made the who had like a world known manga. Even at the end, he got sick. <laughs> at the end, he got sick. And his daughter was like, Well, what the fuck? So it's like even if if you if there's literally a a manga anime where the, literally the writer gets sick. That's a sign that, hey, maybe the culture needs to change. Not to exploit, but I'm saying, anybody listening, and even us, if we can get ourselves out of our schedules to do this, you know, there's a very big bag in making a documentary of manga and culture, though. There's a huge bag in that to show the life behind this shit and to actually show what these niggas go through. Mm-hmm. to make these shows. Oh. I think there is a huge bag in that call. I'll, I'll even plug it. So the when I talk about the Rented Girlfriend mangaka, yeah. this guy, his name is uh, Paulo from Tokyo. He does this uh, series called Day in the Life, and it's about like Japanese uh, work professions. And he did a Day in the Life of a mangaka, which featured the Rented Girlfriend one. So if you're curious to find out the process of how these people, and he's digital, there's two there. I know there's some people who still do like old fashioned drawn hand drawn stuff. But if you want to find out how mangakas currently do that stuff, I'm telling y'all, it's depressing. Like I was watching this stuff and I'm like, these niggas literally have no time. There there is no work life balance at all with these niggas. It's literally work. Work, sleep, work. And that is a sad life to live. And I mean, I know like if your passion is in this stuff, it's cool. That ain't passion, bro. But like, bro, I like technology as much as the next guy. But as soon as it's four o'clock, I turn this bitch off and I take a fucking nap. Like, <laughs> like, like, I'm a, like, you know, I had, I'm not going to say which manager, but I had a manager at one point in my life telling me, you know, you got to do this. You got to do that. You got to do this. If you want to do this, you got to do that. And I told myself, if this not my end goal, I'm not doing none of that shit. Like. And what I mean by that, because I know Monica's trying to get famous and whatnot, but never stress yourself out for this shit, bro. Mm-hmm. Especially if you got love. Never stress out. If you got a bitch that you love, you ain't never supposed to stress out yourself trying to make it, make sure that you're going to get as much as possible out of this woman. Because that's not love. You're trying to get no. something else, dog. Like, when you, when you got something that you love in terms of content, in terms of anything, like, I love playing my video game, bro. I'm not about to stress myself out to get enjoyment out of a video fucking game, bro. You know, I love doing this shit, bro. I love doing a lot of stuff, G. Like, but when that stuff, and I understand, you know, that's what passion becomes work and work. That should never be a thing. Ever. Like, it should not. If you so happen to get paid for your passion, that don't mean it's time to stress, dog. That's cap. That's fucking cap. That means you finally, you know, you finding purpose in your life, dog. Mm -hmm. Purpose in your life doesn't mean stress. I don't care what anybody else says. Stress is never good. I'm a person that worked really, really well in the moment off stress. But I will tell you after the moment, after I completed what I needed to do, depression sets in because I just wasted half of my life trying to complete something that took days off of it, dog. So, like, that ain't, that ain't, it's never something, even for niggas that work well under stress, it is never something that should be a thing, dog. Like, like, but all this pushing and this, this work culture shit should change regardless. 
Nobody yeah. should be getting like that's what I mean. Like, look up a Japanese nigga's diet, bro. You would be like, fuck. How is they not stomach not growling every time they fucking get done eating, G? Like, they, so it's not has nothing to do with they fucking diet, bro. This has everything to do with like fucking health issues in terms of mentally and stress, heart problems. That's stress, bro. Mm-hmm. Like fucking loss of fucking memory and gaining dementia at an early age. That's fucking stress. Like back problems over fucking sitting down like this all day. Like, yeah. like you can't like like if I'm getting a hunch back at age 36, you think that ain't gonna fuck with me mentally? I'm looking in the mirror, I'm like this, like fuck that, bro. Like, you know, I hope niggas understand that that these niggas that you writing for for your story are still gonna be the same niggas if you make this shit bi weekly. I would actually appreciate mangas more if they bi weekly, bro. Because it don't seem so mundane. Or it monthly. Don't seem so, you know, That's why I'm always hyped when Super drops. Super, yeah, like, super, like Attack on it's Titan. Was, Attack on Titan was monthly. Yeah, and it felt fresh. It's, it's fucked up as that ending is. But, like, it felt fresh. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, and you don't even have to throw me with big chapters. Like, Super, super ain't hitting you with 40-page chapters and shit like that. But it hits the nail where it needs to hit it. And it is it, it, done after that. You know what I'm saying? It, and that's Dragon Ball. I understand that it's a more slimpixtic story than other niggas' shit. But like One Piece, I'm telling you right now, Oda not losing no fans if that shit become bi weekly, dog. He no. gonna break any other day anyway. So you might as well make it bi weekly. He ain't losing no fucking fans. Like Horikoshi, damn sure ain't losing it, right? And now, you know, niggas who love your series, they're gonna love it regardless, man. It's just, we- it's a weird ass culture, bro. That these niggas gotta break their back for some motherfuckers who who barely pay for the shit. To tell you the truth, like, yeah. niggas barely pay for the shit. Yo. So, yeah. <laughs> like, it's yeah. like, I mean, like yeah. if you think about workplace culture in general, like how the eight-hour work shift was designed for like fucking, um, what was it like automobile shit back yeah. in the day? Like that's what it was designed for. It wasn't designed for like what we currently do now. Like if you think about like the jobs that we do, do we really need to do this shift for eight hours? Hell no, man. <laughs> so it's like it, you 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 take on that, and then like you take into the fact that like if your passion becomes stressful, it's the reason why I stopped taking, I stopped doing black otaku plays and all this stuff so relentlessly. Because like if it comes to a certain point where I'm being stressed or it's like oh I want to play, why I'm not playing this? No, I'm not doing the black otaku plays at this guy six is because nigga, I just want to enjoy my own shit and just relax and mm-hmm. stuff. I still I still want to do black otaku plays, and I want to do it really well. But I don't want it to become my life. Every time I log off of work, I got to do all this stuff. And, you know, no, I'm going to log off work, take a nap, chill out. Then next day, maybe do an editing session. Next day, do a recording session, upload some shit, move on with my life. But, like, if your passion, if your passion becomes stress and that's the only thing that you're doing in the day, it's time to change. It's time to do mm-hmm. some reflection and go, like, listen. All right, let's set this shit aside and focus on me. Because if you don't take care of yourself, don't worry about a bag, nigga. You dead. Exactly. Can't spend can't, can't spend a bag when you dead. So or sick or hospitalized. It don't mean shit then. So it's it's definitely needs to be a change in this mangaka field. Like it's it's just every and it's like Every other fucking week, I'm scrolling through Facebook. Another mangaka sick. Another show is on hiatus, and it's like, yep, it's sad. And it's and the, the and the even sadder thing is it ramped up 
after the berserk monkaka died. Cause the shit, the shit, the shit gonna catch up regardless, bro. Like shit always gonna hit the fan. Don't care how long it's gonna take. You know what I'm saying? Shit always gonna like it is it, going to happen when when it's a bad workplace. You know what I mean? Like ain't no like when you when you like when <laughs> you remember Cam when we was talking about Cyberpunk getting delayed and you was gonna be like how much you wanna bet we gonna hear months down the line that these niggas gonna be in a crunch. Crunch because yeah. the shit always gonna hit the fan. That's mm-hmm. the way it goes. Like no matter what it when you put yourself in an environment like that, you're always gonna have an end result in which somebody is not getting what they supposed to get out of the dog. There is there is no reason for these niggas to work that hard over some fucking drawings, dude. And then the money ain't all that. Like for for local niggas, the money ain't all that, dog. Like like you most of these niggas fight to get on show and jump. For, for jump to take most of the proceeds. Yep. Sure. Like, so this is this is this is not like something that is is anybody listening. These niggas are not like extremely famous. They just like me and you. If we put our shit on webtoons and get popping, we not we not like we not like bumping and and we yeah. in margarita parties every day. You're not no. walking outside and niggas going like, oh shit, it's you. You got an article <laughs> about you on a website that probably forty niggas go on daily. That's all you getting this week, dog. Other than you making your shit. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it, this is not, this is not, like, even when the the crazy, like, comic, like, niggas in, in, the, in Western comics, right, there's few household names for this shit if you're a fan, bro. Few. Yeah, there's know. few. There's, um... Tyler, if Tyler was here, he could name them niggas right now. There's, uh... I can't there's name the nigga one. who make the Green Lantern shit. Except Stan Lee. Stan Lee, Jack Kirby, the it's, nigga who does Invincible... And the nigga who does the boys, like them are some of the like the well known niggas, and because they do more. Like I think the dude Invincible does more. Yeah. Hold on, I can look that shit up. Not to take the time, but the nigga in Invincible does shit for like Marvel and DC, but Invincible was just like his, you know, his baby. In hold on, how did I spell that wrong? Invincible comic creator. Uh, what's his name? Robert Kirkman, another nigga. I think oh, I he does him. the yeah. um. He does Walking Dead. Walking Dead, yeah. Like that's a that's a you know what I mean. Like these are niggas that's known, bro. So um, in the same thing with the uh the the boys and stuff like that. These niggas are like known, like real. But think about it, Invincible, like like that shit is that shit is done. And, and over like it's it's it, I think I think it only had like eleven volumes or some shit like that, bro. Like this is not something that was going on for years and years and years and shit like that. Like and the same thing with like you know other major Western comics. Like some of these great stories, these niggas ain't break their backs for that shit. <laughs> like, like these niggas ain't these niggas. And it's, maybe it hurt with the comic book industry because it became a drought. But these niggas ain't break their back for that shit, bro. So you should. These niggas shouldn't either. To tell you the truth, like I said, half of the niggas who read manga do not buy the shit. They don't even get the hard copy. They don't. Most niggas do like me when they get a manga. Put that shit right Put there. Put that shit right there. <laughs> like, or they like, spend the two dollars a month for the Viz Media manga app, or Literally, literally search up One Piece chapter, blah, blah, blah. You'll get a top result for Reddit. 
and yeah. that thread will be like, go to this website. Yep, that's your chapter. So yep. it's, it's the same thing with anime. Like, don't work too hard for this shit, man. It's a sad culture. Like it's really fucking sad because these not niggas passing from a person who used to draw from a person who wanted to become a creator in that aspect. To realize I will never do something that gruesome, like and, and strenuous, right? To see people go through that shit, that shit hurts. Like, bro, the 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 beauty in drawing, bro, being able to know how to draw is a gift from God itself, right? But the beauty in 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 somebody actually taking liking to your work, and you're able to to you know actually inspire niggas from your work is it, there's no there's there's few things touching that shit. I get a taste of it by just drawing a portrait of somebody, bro. Taste of it, bro. There's there's few things that I make you feel really, really good inside, bro. Few things. And I wish DC was on here to talk more about shit like that. Like, there's few things that make you feel like somebody actually appreciates something that I think is actually bad. You know what I mean? So, it's it's, it's, it's crazy, dog. And it's fucked up what's going on. It really is. Definitely is. And just prayers up to all uh, Japanese mangakas. Every all creatives as a whole, like just creatives as a whole, like it's it. It can be stressful, especially if you it's your full time job, and in Japanese culture, they work culture is different. But the most important thing, in uh, before we go to uh, this clown, just to wrap up this segment, the best thing I can always encourage people and shout to this nigga Jr. Bang because all his podcasts I listen to, he always stresses work life balance. Man, you can't so develop up. Healthy work-life balance, especially when you're trying to be an entrepreneur, which is what we're what what, what we on. The shit that you do ain't gonna be fun if you don't develop that work-life balance. There's nothing wrong. Like literally, when I say, "Hey, we ain't recording this week," cool. It's probably because either, "Hey, I need some fun," trying to get some pussy, or I just need a break. Sometimes we just need a right. break. If we don't record threes from the middle of the rank up in the middle of the week, I need a break. Me and Chaz, we miss out on time. We record timeless vibes when we have time because we our lives and all of that. But Black of Talk plays, days go by. Exactly. Black like, reviews, days go by is because nigga, I'm not. There was a point where I'm looking <laughs> I, I get on the YouTube app, I'm like, all right, what's what's under the lock? Now I'm like, oh okay, Cam, okay. When Cam drop it, he drop it. It is what it is. I don't like, I don't care. You know the, the the crazy thing about that shit though, about like you know how we we schedule ourselves and not try to, you know we building a brand and we not trying to kill ourselves over it. Exactly. The the crazy thing about that, bro, is that in manga and anime, like culture, right? Think about the fan base, and it's not me shitting on because most of us are. There's not a fan base that's hard to impress, bro. That's hard to to make niggas be like you know, love you. You literally can have uh, you, all you have to do is draw a chick with big tits, and you uh, got a fan. You got you, you got you, you getting two already. you getting two watches off the big titty chick. Yo, things like you know, and I'll take a you know abuse from not abuse, but you know I I, I watch it. Things that you can suck reviews, no plot whatsoever, just about literally fucking and sex work. Now I didn't watch this. Redo Hitler, Hitler. I call this call that show Redo Hitler. Like they, they, the first episode involves somebody getting smacked with a dick. Like, and it's a meme now. Yeah, these it's are, go get a buzz. 
these are shit that's like not hard to do. Anybody can make rape culture a fucking plot. Anybody can make going through brothels every day a fucking plot. Like anybody can make a fucking big tit monsters girl trying to fuck one nigga a plot. You know what I mean? You just gotta do it first. I accidentally touched boobs. Like anybody can do that. Like, like you gotta do it first. You gotta think of it first, and also like don't work hard. I'm pretty sure the nigga who made Easy Goku reviewers was just trying to get his rocks off, and he knew the best way how. Nigga (laughs) sipping beach, sipping tea in the beach right now, bro. You don't care. (laughs) Collecting that check. Hey, you know Funimation took your show off. Okay. Okay. Nigga <laughs> 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 still go wash my shirt. Hey, wait, let me hey, know when the Blu-ray, Blu-ray, Blu-ray launch. Because that's where my bag coming in. Bro, Shit. it's fucking, bro, bro about to wake up with the direct deposit. He, he about to leave. He should be like, mm-mm. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> like, hey, it is what it is, but. No. Develop a work life balance, man. That's that's the life lesson here. And yeah, lo- love yourself, man. Yeah, and love, love yourself, yourself. above Because you can't get a good work life balance if you don't love yourself. Exactly. So it is what it why would you text me like all right. Let's go ahead oh, and do this. One more thing, one more thing, because we didn't talk about this. Oh, uh Vinland Vinland Saga season two got announced. Um, so shout out to that. Very much very much looking forward to uh Farming simulator. Farming simulator. Can't wait. It's, it's lit. I can't wait to 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 add a little Saxon Stardew Valley edition. Like oh, I, can't, <laughs> I, I I'm very much looking forward to it. I've been I've been listening to the first and second opening of season one lately. Them bitches still slap to this day, bro. Still I'm telling you, bro. <laughs> season one and two, well, not season. Well, part one and two of Villain Saga was a cultural reset. It was, man. That shit was much watch anime, bro. Man. I loved it so much. So, I can't so wait. Good. I can't wait. Yeah, I know this story for a lot of niggas to think if they're gonna get it is a, literally anybody will tell you it is a like a redemption type thing, but not revenge. People get redemption and revenge mixed yeah, up. Yeah. Like this is this is this is like Thorfinn finding himself. Megalo, Megalo, this is season two Megalo and Thorfinn. Hey, hey, look, look, this is my man's just replacing the sword for the hoe. Yeah, he's replacing the sword for the hoe. It gets now, trust me, from what I know of Venusaga after that, it gets busting again, but. This is him. It literally know. shows this nigga throwing the promotional image. He's dropping the, the sword. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm gonna find a way to Photoshop it, and he's and he, he's holding the hole. <laughs> <laughs> also, I, I'm prepared for it. Also, again, when we talk about the health thing, it was came out that the director was like sick or something because of what he did for the first season as well. So it's like again, I was please. just about to say that shit. <laughs> Thank you for reminding me. Like, uh, shout out for him asking taking a break yeah like, this shit should not be this hard bro i know it's hard animation is one of the hardest things ever in media period like it takes hours to animate yeah. somebody doing this but it should never it should never get that way dog like ever it should never get that way but yeah so it is what it is but let's go ahead and get oh, I'm opening something with a goat. I gotta open it with a goat. That's why it's the goat. The goat. So, shout out to RDC World, G. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey. Big ups to them, G. 
I'm so I'm so happy when I saw that shit, bro. I was like, yo, let's go. I'm happy for you guys. You guys are winning, G. Goals, G. Goals, G. Literally, you got LeBron to acknowledge y'all earlier, uh, earlier in the year or last year, and then now you had you're you're in a J Cole music video. Jermaine, <laughs> like, like that was so dope. Like, G, that is amazing, G. So I'm happy for y'all niggas, G. Like, keep doing the hard work. Keep doing y'all thing, G. Goals, G. Um, But, yeah, back to the clownery. Um, That's a lot that happened these past two weeks. But uh, I think my primary clown is going to go to, uh, me and Daytra already talked about it uh, on Threes from the Ring. But uh, just to, just to get the clown aspect, just the nigga, the coons cooning for Rachel Nichols and all of that. Look, oh, I understand. Yeah. Oh, damn. But like, look, is, that, the, is that the same chick that's on the 2K TV stuff? No, 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 no. Rachel no. Nichols is like some, some short, thick white chick that niggas overrate a lot. So yeah, but who's like, the chick on 2K? That's um, another chick. Um, oh, girl, she don't work for 2K no more. Yeah, I don't. Even, oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah, I don't even pay to 2K name. TV, so fuck her. Uh, but hey, yeah. um. But yeah, anyway, niggas cooning for Rachel Nichols, G. Look, it's easy to clown Rachel Nichols, but G, y'all, look, at the end of the day, Rachel Nichols ain't sucking your dick. She ain't sucking my dick. She's sucking Jimmy Butler and Ersan Ilyasova. So don't worry about that. But the point is this. Don't cap for this white woman, G, when a black woman is in peril. Like, I understand if you are under the ESPN bag, it's only so much you can really do. But at the same time, you don't have to cap and coon. Is it is levels to it, G? It's cool to point out the wrong, and it's also and and say, hey, you are wrong, but hey, it is what it is because we gotta work. But at the same, because Jalen Rose does it, and his daughter literally roasted this bitch on her TikTok, and he is still popping up on the Get Up every fucking morning, and Jalen Jacoby still airs every fucking day. But anyway, but the niggas who don't who are not under this under the ESPN umbrella, you niggas are my problems, G. I understand you guys want to come up in the basketball circles of NBA Twitter and all of that. So do I. But at the same time, I am not going to lose my morals or my self-respect or even make it seem like I don't care about a black woman prospering, G, if it means if it means literally I lose my dignity, G. Love yourselves, G. Stop cooning out here, bro. It is what it is when it comes to you ESPN niggas, but you niggas that's not part of ESPN, stop cooning, G. Rachel Nichols is not going to suck your dick, G. It's not going to get you a job in ESPN. You're not going to be on the jump. You're not going to be on NBA Countdown. Uh, none of that, G. You're not going to meet LeBron. Because that, that his spokesperson is probably really going to get fired really soon if he hasn't yet. But that shit ain't cool, G. Stop that cooning and tap dancing shit, G. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Double down on that, but that's not my clown. Constructful niggas. Uh, my clown goes to my... The fan base of one of my favorite, you know, medias, medians, whatever Super. you want to call it, uh, particularly in two routes. Uh, hold on. Uh, give me one second. After the, I'm leaving directly after I say this clown. Uh, the Dragon Ball, the Dragon Ball fan base is stupid. Dokkan battle, the Dokkan community is fucking. Oh my god. Hearted. <laughs> a lot of conversations that was made that made no sense um, about like you know release dates for a car. Do you believe a leaker? The nigga don't even have to leak. If you know anything about Dokkan, combat, you know the Super Saiyan Four Omega is gonna be like the next the big thing. Just the way it is. Yeah. It is doing GT shit all this other time. 
APT, fucking yeah, LRGO, like all y'all, yeah. all y'all niggas is corny, dog. I'm yeah, <laughs> top ten lists that don't make no sense because it's a mobile game, like all that. Like I watched the truth. Mainly, it was this, right? I watched the truth for me, me not going to a wiki or things of that yeah. nature. He spent money, so I don't have to, right? So I watched him for that shit, mind you. Somebody could Goresh talked about how he enjoyed playing Ocarina of Time more and more and things of that nature. And people got mad at him for that shit because he didn't spend his life, you know, saying how much he, he said, which everybody hates. No, I love playing the mobile game of Dokkan and, and, and Legends. Oh, yeah. But that I video. don't lost it. I don't. He, it was a Twitter like, post before the video, but he was like, I don't like, I don't like the, the gotcha aspect. aspect of it. Like, if I think it's predatory it, and stuff like that, and it's yes, like it's extremely predatory. That's, that's if you like, it's one thing to like the thrill of getting the unit that you wanted. It's another thing of actually going through that, right? I think people get that mixed up when it comes to summoning, opening or up your bank account and seeing the minus yeah. signs on the yeah, stone like, packs. <laughs> like, like this shit, this shit not like this shit is not something, especially for niggas who. Like me and Cam once upon a time actually spent money to play this game. Like, don't do it as like as much anymore because we actually are growing up as people. But like spent the money playing this game. Like there's no greater joy than to stop paying for this game. There's no greater hatred Ooh. than to like simply look at you spend X amount of dollars for something that that, that in, in actuality costs two cents. And it's absolutely worthless outside the game. <laughs> I, like this is not this is not something like you know collectors read like I love Dragon Ball. Getting these characters, especially like I go after Goku characters because I, I I love like playing with you know no homo Goku and things like that. Um, but the like some people are saying you guys you know promote these games and little kids play these games because of y'all to spend money. No, little kids spend money because their parents don't control them. We got shit to do when we make yeah. the content. When I post an age restricted, suck my dick. The truth, y'all get mad at this nigga for every time saying don't summon. Y'all get yeah. mad at the nigga. You get mad <laughs> every time he say don't. Where's well, all I can do? What I want to know. It's like pick pick a side, bro. Right. These niggas lame. Mad you them the same niggas who probably making trying to make Dokkan content themselves. Last but not least, the Dragon Ball Heroes community. One, do we all know how fucking Super Saiyan Rose became Super Saiyan Three Rose? No. Do that I shit looks dumb to me, fuck? too. I'm sorry. <laughs> that, de- that design looks stupid as hell to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> but do I give a fuck? No. Do you need to make a thread post about how this is ruined Dragon Ball culture and it should uplift other heroes? No, because I want to get y'all to realize this. When they said this is a promotional anime, it's not just for that card game. It's for fucking figurines. Yes. It's for fucking keychain. Like, this is pure promotion. This is why you see multiple versions of Goku. Because what, like, Goku is a, just like Luffy, just like Hello Kitty, just like fucking um, Dorymon. It's a bag. Like, it is a, a, he is a tycoon of making money. So that's why you, that's the reason why Goku Black is a thing. And how yeah. much we can make more money of Goku? Let's make him evil. Make you him evil. Give us more money. <laughs> like, this is, this is all it's about. So see it. Super Saiyan 3 roles look fucking horrible. It oh. makes no fucking sense as well. <laughs> Stupid ass mask on too. <laughs> it makes no fucking sense. But it's like people got a problem because like the, the hooded 
the hooded Super Saiyan that was in that promotional thing. Some people think it's Goku. Some people think it's Bardock. They like, why they just want to use other characters? Do I really give a fuck about Piccolo being part of this shit? Like, no, I don't. The mass, <laughs> really the mass Namekian. Yeah, yeah let's go. Like, they, don't even, they, they, they throw love for to the fam, my nigga. Uh, but that's uh, I gotta leave because I just got a, a very disturbing text. So uh, I'll see y'all niggas later. But uh, yeah, y'all be soon. Right, Hope everything well, G. Uh, text. Yeah, it's, it's no. Gucci. But uh, Cam, go ahead with your clown and we can wrap up. Yeah, uh, my clown goes to my local theater. It fucking sucks. Um, And I'm just going to find a a new one. Uh, Like they have like a, you know, like a theater has like a little section to order stuff. Yeah. I went there. So me and DC went to go see the Hitman, uh, Hitman's Bodyguard, Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. Really good movie, by the way. Uh, Go see that instead of Black Widow. (laughs) Uh, But uh we went there and i ordered i wanted to get some chicken tenders bear in mind we went the week that we had that meeting chris that's what we went yeah to i remember yeah and i was like all right let me get some chicken tenders we don't have any chicken tenders went yesterday with my mom to go see black widow order some chicken tenders we don't have chicken tenders as much money as you niggas make because this is one of the most popular theaters in the downtown area uh east river uh, amc uh, East yeah. River Twenty One. I know which one. Yeah, I've been in that one. One of times. the one of the most popular theater spots in downtown Chicago, and y'all niggas ain't stocked up with how much bucket loads of money y'all were because y'all charging downtown fares. Chicken store shortage. <laughs> Man, I'm just like, bro, this. And then the seat they don't have like the recliner seats or anything like other AMC theaters. It's a very old style fashion theater. Shit is dirty. It's nasty. So I gotta find a new theater spot. So fuck them niggas right there. And also, I gotta make a creed to myself too, because I told myself I was go, I was go, I have to manifest it. So the chair was talking about gotcha games. I am making a self vow. Chris as my witness, y'all as my witness right now. Um, by the end of this year, I am purging gotcha games out of hey. my life. I got, I have to. I'm at a point in my life where I'm. I'm very financially well off. Let me put it like that. Uh, but it's it's doing nothing for me. These are doing nothing for me. So by the end of this year, I'm getting rid of Dokkan. I'm getting rid of One Piece. I'm getting rid of all these games. I don't need them in my life. Um, it's it's a stain. It's a blight. It's nothing positive. And I'm not making I'm not making money off this shit. So hey. I, I don't need it. And, and even still morally. I don't want to make money off of this. Like, I don't want to be doing summoning videos and shit like that because it promotes that gambling microtransactions shit. And y'all already know how much I'll be talking about on this show, how much I hate that shit. So I want to let y'all know that that I'm I'm, put, I'm manifesting in the air so y'all can hold me to it. Hey, I respect that, G. That is very, very adult of you, G. So, and I respect it. So with that being said, fuck gotcha games all together. And it's clowns out here. And Gotcha Game Culture is clown shit. So let's go ahead and wrap this up. We appreciate you niggas for listening as always. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at the Black Otakus, at the Black Otakus, the one and only. And make sure you copy some merch on utweakingmedia.net. Make sure you follow us on YouTube. Well, subscribe to our YouTube channel, Utweaking Media. We got tons of content. Uh, we got a new Three for the Ring episode. We got. Uh, plenty of Black Otaku plays. Black Otaku reviews is, uh, is up as well. Separate parts. Some quality. Boruto fans are angry at us. 
eat a dick for hitting that dislike button. But if you are watching this video, hit that like button. Be a fan and like. But we know we get oh, it, it skin, Honestly, it, it doesn't matter if you like or dislike. You engaging with us. Exactly. You clicked on us. You, our names, our commented. faces, our voices is in your mind. Exactly. I did what I had to do. So we got the W <laughs> either way. But either way, like this video as well. Like all the videos we got. But anyway... And make if you watch, just listening to us strictly make on whether it's Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Pod, Google Pod, make sure you hit that follow button. If you can rate, rate, if you comment, comment as well. And above all, share the content, share the love, let people know you rock with us on You Tweaking Media. And thanks for listening and peace. Johnny. All right.